This week on the Dissect That Film podcast, six people sit down to talk about 20 years of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre remake. Come on in and let's have some fun. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to Dissect That Film, where we dissect the good, the bad, and the ugly of your favorite films and film franchises. I am your host, Brett Parker. Joining me, as always, is my wonderful co-host, Dan and Angela of DNA Gaming. Woo! And joining us are the three men behind the wonderful podcast, Give Me Back My Action slash Horror. We have Charlie, Nate, and Pete. Welcome in, gentlemen. What's going on? I thought you said you were going to screw up that intro. That was very well done. I'll well, you know. yeah, it's because it's because you're all here. I had I had an audience. Okay, I couldn't yeah, fuck up. I'm pressure, on that stage. Yeah. I'm on that stage. The lights are pressure. on me. Yeah, I could. I can't. I can't fuck up that intro. You, you perform well <laughs> under pressure. Huh? <laughs> yes, it's just when Dan and Angela here, they get me all hot and bothered, and I don't know what to do. <laughs> they make fun of him. Yes, they laugh off. at me. And hey, you things. laugh at us. I, but what? I always make shit going in the background. I'll be doing dumb stuff just to throw them off sometimes. <laughs> when I'm when I'm introducing stuff and you're like staring at me, like stop looking at yep. me. And this is also what we do. We just go on side tangents that go on for five or more minutes each. <laughs> side happens, quest. man. That's what podcasting is I played softball growing up. You can't expect me to not be out in left field. That's true. Oh, what a bump. Hey, well, welcome in, gentlemen. It is an absolute well, honor you. to have you on. Uh, as I, I, I've said it many times before we even started the episode, big fan of your show. Uh, thank you. Thank you. I don't, oh, I don't even know how I got into your show. I think we just became Instagram friends. Uh, and, yeah, you know, one of those. And then I, yeah, I hopped, I hopped into one of your episodes and I've been hooked ever since. And as it's been with a lot of podcasts, then I get introduced to other awesome podcasts that I have to yeah. kind of, you know, I've, as I, I mentioned before, I got into Spoils of Horror because of you guys. Great podcast. You've been on a, a podcast, uh, one of our one of our friends, Dustin from Flicks and Friends. We're good friends with him, and you were on his The Departed episode, which was fucking Departed. amazing. Ah, you were Departed. So... Yeah, we we we've kind of known of each other for quite a while, and it's we've been playing this dancing game yes, around like, one another. When are we gonna get on each other's shows? I, I hope they ask me out first. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty so will sure they won't they? Yeah, yeah. I think it was one of those things. And he's got his earbuds in. It's like, oh, that's where I found you guys. After never mind. <laughs> and that's drunk pete everyone thank you i'm not i this is super tired pete because i was at rocky horror picture show last night which was Ooh. marvelous and Jealous. i know it's like been 24 hours later but i'm still i've got this i've got this hangover from last night it's quite it's a good time <laughs> so, so you it's and i are days. both nursing a hangover today mm. yeah mm-hmm. the hair of the dog and oh, the best part is it's it. 9 p.m. on a Sunday, and we're both feeling like shit. <laughs> <laughs> what? I mean, I'm what other like way to feel? Other huh? What better way to feel? It what should Sundays be 9 a.m. Getting over what you did on Saturday. Remember <laughs> the stupid shit you did on Saturday. Ooh, I'm sober and don't uh, remember. But yeah, but it was Saturday. It was one of those moments where I finally reached out to, I think it was Charlie, 
and I was like, hey, you guys want to come on the show? And he's like, we've been waiting. <laughs> we've been waiting. And I was like, yes. You know, and I, I feel bad at, at the start. And yeah, I know. Yeah. It's just, you know, no, I was nervous. Fingers, I was nervous. Okay. I was nervous. <laughs> you guys us, are big Godzilla fans. Why did you make us watch this movie? Oh, well, uh, let's get to that, Pete. Let's funny. get yeah, to yeah. that. Oh, so, Damn. as it's just a wait to tell us how you feel, uh, you know what? It's no holds bar here. It's no holds barred. Uh, <laughs> but as you know, this is our Spooktober favorite series, where each week, except for our Freddy vs. Jason episode, we pick a movie to to cover that kind of fits in, you know, Halloween, you know, spooky times. You know, we cover horror all the time. But this is the, the time of year where each of us gets to pick our own movie. We already covered uh, Angela's pick, which was Trick or Treat, back uh, the 2007 film. Then we covered Dan's pick, Rodan, from 1957. Yes! And now we're here. We're here covering The Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2003, which is my pick. And let me tell you why I picked it. Because this was Please. my first Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie. Uh, you know, I'm wow. not, I'm not, you know, ashamed to say it. And sure. it's my favorite Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie. <laughs> it's a movie I watched. Yeah, I just that see really weird. for everyone watching the video, for everyone who's just listening, uh, you know, just audio listeners. Pete is in pain. He is he is contemplating why he came on the show. <laughs> The more we talk uh, about this, the more he's just going to like listen. disappear. I got, I have my friend here. So of all, yeah, of all I the Texas do. Chainsaw Massacre movies throughout my life, this is the one I've seen the most. You know, I, 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 this is the first one I saw. This is, I don't know. I just, I liked the aesthetics of it. I liked the performance of Leatherface in this. I, I liked his, you know, he was more of a brute. He was scary to me. And yeah, it, it's just mostly, you know, and I got this, I remember buying this awesome special edition DVD that literally used, to, it doesn't, I don't have them anymore. I'm kind of awesome. sad, but it came, the when it rolls out, it's a giant chainsaw. Awesome. That is and, cool. I remember that and down one. here That's in this pouch cool. used to be crime scene photos mm-hmm. and I don't know where they went, <laughs> but the joys of movie. Aww. Yes. And uh, so, yeah, I, I used to watch this movie all the time. I loved it. And to be honest, you know, as as the person who sh- who picked this movie, I can share with you what I feel about it. After watching this the latest time, I still love this movie. <laughs> I, hey, you like what you like, man. I do. Um, yeah. So let's go around the room and just talk about our for the rest of the cast here. Let's talk about our history with this movie. And if you don't have a history with this movie, we'll just move on. <laughs> so let's start with our yeah or past. Yes. Uh, so let's start with our guests and whoever wants to go, just start talking. I mean, let's have Pete bring right. the mood down first. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll lift what? everything up afterwards. So Pete, why don't you give everybody your uh, first? Uh, I think the first Texas Chainsaw Massacre I saw was the second one. Uh, I had a buddy in high school who was one of the few folks in town that had cable. So uh, we would go over there on Saturday nights or something and stay up way too late, uh, getting hopped up on Jolt Cola. And we would watch... Hellraiser and TCM and the Freddy and Jason movies, all that good stuff. And I think I saw two first and it was, I was disturbed that I was laughing through some of it. It was very strange. Uh, I don't think it was, it was a while before I saw the OG, the, the original. And 
Well, it was might have been early in college when I had rented that, and it it legitimately scared me. It was it was quite good and dirty, and you could just you just you could smell that movie. It was it was gross. <laughs> uh, when this one came out, I wasn't thrilled because well, I'm not thrilled about most uh, most remakes. They're just usually not very good. And I watched this, and it was like it had a lot of good beats to it, but. Um, it fell short of the first one, so uh, I've, I think it's the second time I watched it was for this show. So that's that's what I got. How about you, Nate? Uh, let's see. Uh, watching this yesterday was the first time I have seen this since two thousand three. Honestly, like I remember watching this when it came out. I didn't go see it in theaters. I was fifteen when this one came out. And me and a buddy rented it, and I remember just being pissed off because there was so much blood. I was like, this isn't the, the original, mm -hmm. and just, like, being angsty teenager. So <laughs> when we got the opportunity to cover this, I'd been wanting to revisit it for a minute because of how bad the 2022 one was. Oh, yeah. And, and I was just like, well, maybe the remake's better than this. Like, I got to revisit this. And then um, I just have not watched that in forever. So... I was like, I'm curious to see if angsty teenage Nate is still going to hate this movie or not. And I will uh, leave that surprise for later. So, <laughs> yeah, I've only seen this movie twice now. <laughs> but you, Charlie? I uh, saw this in theaters. This was the first Texas yeah. Chainsaw Massacre I got to see in theaters. Um, I was excited for it because, uh, you know, hot hot take. Uh, the first Texas Chainsaw Massacre bores me. It's That's not because Charlie's all... dumb and doesn't like horror movies. So that's the problem right there. <laughs> Charlie likes plenty of horror movies, but you know, I don't like classics. Ooh, uh, I don't like that that's the other C word. <laughs> um, but no, uh, this one, I actually, in, you know, was looking forward to the gore, which it definitely delivered on. That is the biggest thing I've always remembered about this one. Um, I actually owned that same DVD that you had in the background, traded it in at some place. You know, Nate knows the buybacks here in Columbus. Pete probably remembers them too. You know, oh, yeah. traded those in when streaming took off because I'm like, I'm never going to need physical again and got rid of them. I regret it because it was cool. It was a giant freaking chainsaw. Um, but I've watched this movie, I don't know, five or six times, I think. Uh, been a while till, till this episode of, you know, wanting to cover it. Um, and again, I'll I'll play along with the we'll we'll hold my you know how I feel about this movie now till the end of the episode. But one yeah, thing I about got some that, history. One thing about that DVD too, when that was released, I want to say that's when they re-released the original one on DVD with its first restoration. It came so, with yeah. the package that was hamburger meat. Yes, as well. Yes, so, yeah. yes. I remember yeah. that one. That's one I regret not getting. Mm -hmm. that was a cool one yeah it was weird that was that time we were getting those cool ones you know like the army of darkness one with the leather bound mm, necronomicon yeah. and stuff like that it was like let's let's make the cases feel like something you don't want to touch that's, yeah, that's pretty much how that what they were in on for <laughs> exactly but yeah all right yeah angela dan oh no you go oh i get to go okay because i have to bring it all i have to bring it all to okay bring it okay. around town bring um it I will actually mirror Parker. This is actually my first Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie as well. Uh, it, for those for the the guys here are not familiar, mate. You've listened to the show a few times, surely. But I, I did not grow up watching horror movies. It just wasn't how it was with me growing up. 
But anyway, not going to re- regurgitate that uh, spiel. But I, I actually was at my cousin's. But I used to hang out with my my eldest cousin and his girlfriend, and we would they they worked at Walmart, and we'd go out. What was it? I don't remember what the rotation was. It was either Monday going into Tuesday or Tuesday going to Wednesday. They'd put all the horror movies or the new movies out. It was Monday going into not. Tuesday. I used to yeah. work in the electronics department Thank you. at a Walmart. <laughs> and we'd go out there at midnight and we'd get movies and snacks and just watch shit. God, I miss those days. Yeah, yeah I, I, I wasn't in school or nothing at the time, so I wasn't doing anything. So I was like, fuck it. So we used to go and then they brought this home. It was my first or to their house. And that's where I'd hang out. We watched it. First time I'd seen it. And that's about the biggest experience. I actually didn't see the original one until much later. Uh, did we talk about it on the show? Did we cover the original? One? No, we've only we've only done a fresh cut on the twenty twenty two. Yeah, the cancel culture one. That's right. Yeah. Um. Uh. Anyway, <laughs> the uh, <laughs> the uh, anywho, but uh, yeah, that's that's about the extent of it. Like, I just remember watching. I've seen it a few times since then. So. When did we watch this? Today? Yeah, oh, two days ago. That was my first time watching this. <laughs> wow. All right. I know. Uh, the history, it's thick, I, it's full. I know. <laughs> two days worth of history. This is this is um, a lot of the movies we've covered on this show. Angela has gone in I, for the first time. So it's nice. Robots. I like it. It, it, it. I didn't get to watch a lot of these. Like They grew up different than I did. I grew up in a very religious household. So I didn't get to watch a lot of anything until probably midway through high school i snuck around and watched stuff that i wasn't supposed to watch so instead of sneaking around doing drugs it was sneaking around watching horror movies and listening to music that i knew i wasn't supposed to be watching Um, that's not creed my (laughs) satan's hymns (laughs) my first rated r movie that i got to watch was with my brother and sister-in-law and it was driver and i got to watch that in theater driver and it was something like that. It was a rated R movie. It was a race car. It was a race car movie. It could have been driven, but driven with Sylvester Stallone. Um, telling my mom that I had watched that movie. You thought it was the end of the world. It was the end of the world. Nothing in that movie at all. Yeah. But it was the fact that it was a rated R movie. Ooh, mom. This is just funny yeah. to me because our daughter's like, you know, we need to watch the Friday the Thirteenth. I was like, Friday the Thirteenth Part Six, and she's like, Yeah, my daughter said. Yeah. Nice, so, like that's the I, way it should be because that's and, how we all were growing up. Yeah, see, like that's what my cousins were, and I was just like, it's of course that's not my favorite Friday the Thirteenth, but anyway, but there's really no nudity. That's really my only big concern about it. But like, yep. she's watched with us. Like, oh. Anyway, it's a perfect Friday the Thirteenth movie. Fucking great. It is, it is our <laughs> no. It is our number one. I, if we we did a coverage of all the Friday the Thirteenth, a couple. Uh, like the beginning of last year during one of the Friday the 13th that happened during the year. And uh, yeah, it's our number one mm-hmm. part six. For good yeah. reason. Yeah. You, you can do a lot worse than part six. That's, that's a good show. Mm-hmm. Oh. Sorry. You good. I had to call and get permission to watch the mask when we watched it at a friend's house. The Jim Carrey. <laughs> you yeah. are Cameron that friend. Yes. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Oh. yeah one what, about the, what about the Ace Ventura thing? No, we went to watch Ace Ventura, the first Ace Ventura in theater. We didn't get to go to the theater very often because we were not well endowed with money. As most people weren't. My, that was my childhood, too. Don't feel bad. So, sure. so every time we would go to the movie theater, we would get one drink and we'd get one candy bar to, to split between like the kids and my parents would get one between themselves and we would get the two youngest 
I got in trouble for eating a whole candy bar because I wasn't oh. aware that I wasn't supposed to eat the candy bar. I didn't tell you about that. That's where Victor is at. But him. no, we <laughs> went and watched Ace Ventura. And as soon as he started talking with his butt, my mom took me out. And we went That's and watched movie. We went and watched My Girl. I know. That's like watching Never Ending Story. He needs his glasses. His glasses. <laughs> It's we got soon. Yeah. Soon. Butt. No, no, it's we got soon. Stop it. We got there in the middle of the movie, and then when they have his funeral, I'm like, Mom, what happened? Can we go home. I'm like, I don't like this. What happened? And here I am. I'm an emotional. I don't even know how old I was at this time. Whenever it came out, I was like, I don't like this <laughs> at all. Better, better off with the, with the talking butt was more enjoyable. <laughs> I like how we've gone from our experience with Texas Chainsaw Massacre to this fucking kid who can't stand a bee sting. But anyway, <laughs> Gary, I'm sorry. It's it insensitive. was multiple Too soon, damn it. Stop <laughs> it. The dad in Bridgerton died from a bee sting, so, I mean. Oh, spoiler alert to a show I'm never going to watch. Ah, oh, my I God. I was going to get to Bridgerton. <laughs> They're in, like, season three, almost. That's nothing. No. I could binge that one. real easy. Just one bee sting? I don't know. I'm, I'm going down. I guess he was highly allergic to it. No, but look, looking at watching the documentary we've been watching, it makes me more and more pissed off that I didn't get into special effects because I love special effects makeup and just special effects in general. But that was just like not. That was just like not even on the radar that. growing up. No, yeah. like. I wanted to be in forensics since I was a kid when I first learned about what forensics was. And I didn't even get to go into that because I found out how long I was going to have to be in school and how much it was oh, going to cost. Uh, yeah. And I'm like, um, I can't afford that. <laughs> I couldn't even afford uh, to stay in a dorm room. Like, I couldn't even afford that. What like, you get your car for? Anyway. Yeah. What like, movie are we talking about? I've, I, I don't know. know. I don't, yeah. What, what's the last one? <laughs> I don't know. We're talking about Rodan, right? Can we talk That's about cool. that? Yes. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, so we'll just add it on to what we already. Yeah, <laughs> we already got. We're not far this off. This is Rodan these. after hours. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> because oh. I'm covering this movie, See? I actually watched the beginning for the first time as well. Oh yes. Well, I do want to talk about that movie just a little bit because I know probably most of you haven't seen the prequel to this. Uh, which I do recommend. I avoided I, it until today. <laughs> yeah, I do recommend it. I, I I think it's fine. It's not as good as this one. And if you don't like this one, then it's not good at all. <laughs> but, it has a bleak ending. That's what's it, cool about that's it. That's the problem with prequels. Is it's just like you already know what's going to yeah. happen. You just kind of get the origin of a lot of the characters you see in this one. Uh, After this one, I have no idea what the order of the next movies no, are. It's, so it no, went I, this I one. Uh, yeah. TCM, the beginning. Then it was That's it. Texas Chainsaw Massacre 3D. Yep. And that and one then it was the legacy sequel to the first one. Yeah, where uh, Alexandra Daddario plays a 45-year-old woman, but she's only like 25 yep. in that movie. Um, oh. Yeah, it doesn't make any oh, sense. Uh, then there's Leatherface. Leatherface. Which is the origin story one. of Leatherface? If you that's the second figure that out, yeah, <laughs> um, I think that's it. And then the t- 2022 one. So okay. yeah, this franchise is weird. 
it's, it's, it's yeah it's a mess to be honest annuity is not a strong sense no as much as terrible as the halloween franchise is <laughs> this one's got it beat by a mile uh, <laughs> <laughs> so like do we start over that. again yeah. do we keep starting over no just, just <laughs> tell the story damn it <laughs> I mean, geez, it took 12 years for Toby Hooper to decide to make a sequel to the original. And then it just was like, this doesn't feel like a sequel to the, the original. This is a comedy. <laughs> it's I'm, comedy. I'm yeah. so confused. It's totally comedy. It's the comedy you wanted the first one to be. And he just went, well, let's just make it a real comedy this time. Yeah, the tone <laughs> was, was way different than the original. But I digress. Mm. So the Texas Chainsaw Massacre from 20, uh, oh, Jesus, 2003 was directed by Marcus Nispo who also directed the Friday the 13th remake in 2009. He was actually, his his career was all going to start from directing End of Days, starring Arnold Schwarzenegger, but he ended up not getting the job because of, I guess, budget issues. So he this was actually his first film. Because uh, he, well, he was well known wow. for music videos and stuff like that. That's how he got involved with Michael Bay, who is a producer and the head of the studio that funded this movie. He would direct a Frankenstein movie in 2004, Friday the 13th in 2009, <laughs> and Conan the Barbarian in 2011, and his last film was called Exeter in 2015. He went back to doing music videos and really hasn't done a whole lot right since. The better. Yeah. <laughs> okay, fair enough. So like this was the movie. first Michael Bay remake. It was. It, as well? Yes. Yeah. So this was the first Love movie that he... Yeah, he... So it, he started Platinum Dunes, which was the production company, and his whole vision was kind of to do what Blumhouse is doing. Like that was kind of yep. Platinum Dunes' original idea, which is just oh, make okay. like low budget horror. And then they're like, "Well, why don't we?" But his biggest thing was, "I want the rights to Texas Chainsaw Massacre." Like that, I want that to be the tentpole of all these. Because of course, once this came out, then we just got remake. Like Platinum Dunes was putting out remakes every year up yep. until. Actually, I think they're doing another one very soon. I'm not really sure w w where they're at right now. Michael Bay is another one who's just like, what's he doing now? To me, for me, I don't care. <laughs> as long as it's not another Transformers movie. Just remake the movies. movies. <laughs> These movies were making a ton at the box office that oh, opening yeah. week. They oh, yeah. Rock hugely the second week. And then, like, they'd be one and done because we never got a sequel to... The Friday Thirteenth one. We never got a sequel to the Nightmare one. So I know the, there's other. I think there. So the reason that the there was no sequel to the 2009 Friday the Thirteenth was the fact that there was uh, disputes with the creators of the yeah, franchise. Yeah, the right. That's back because they did have sequel ideas for that. We we did cover uh, the Friday the Thirteenth remake uh, earlier this year, so we talk a little bit more about that's that. the one where there were tunnels under yes. Camp Crystal yeah, Lake or yeah. something, right? Okay, yes. yeah, I remember that. Yep, Mole people. Mole people. <laughs> <Mold> Jason. <laughs> uh, this movie was written by Scott Kozer, who would also pen the 2005 Amityville horror remake, which... Wasn't that the one with... Uh, that was Ryan Reynolds, Reynolds, baby. Yeah, Ryan Reynolds. Reynolds. That's the good one, right? Sexy, yeah, we like sexy that. Ryan Reynolds. Oh, <laughs> so originally, they were going to bring on... They had uh, Toby Hooper and uh, Kim Henkel, who wrote the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre. To, they, they had them come in to write a script but nobody knows if the script that they wrote is the one that was used. Because like no one can clarify it. It's How weird. Do they not know? I don't know. It's like no one will admit to it. It's like, yeah, yeah maybe I, a little bit here and no. there. Yeah, it's a weird situation. 
Hinkle is a, a douchebag as well. So like, oh, no. he's like, not really the only douchebag of anything. this uh, franchise, well, at least for this movie. <laughs> oh yeah, but like, Hinkle is the one responsible for Next Generation, and like, if you listen to any documentary okay. interviews with him talking about that one. It is just a man who does not listen to any other creative output, thinks he's the only one that's right. So I, I would be surprised that he wouldn't be the one like, no, I wrote this one single-handedly. <laughs> oh, man. Gotta love just those people. person he is. They're the best. Makes you literally never want to be around them. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Uh, of course, it was produced by Michael Bay and his production company, Platinum Dunes. And as we stated, they did a bunch of remakes throughout the, the knots uh, with... Uh, or the aughts, whatever the fuck, however you say it. The early two, early mid to late two thousands. I think the last one, Aughts. I think the last one was the Nightmare on Elm Street remake in two thousand and ten, uh, which didn't do very well, and everybody hates it. This Poor stars. I, it, I will always say he was a great Freddy. Sorry to anyone who disagrees like with me. I think he was great yep. of great Freddy. Uh, this stars Jessica Biel, just coming off of uh, her her stint on Seventh Heaven, which was. This was definitely the way to go. Yeah. So you remember that show I was on where it was all, you know, <laughs> Christian, you know, beliefs and all that. Yep. Whatever. Uh, yeah. I'm going to go to a Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie and Why wear the tightest It seems like something ever. you watch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You weren't allowed to watch R-rated movies. So you got to watch Seventh Heaven where you're not allowed to kiss boys. Or Listen, something. I did watch Seventh Heaven. Told you. But why is he looking at me like that? Was that on CW? <laughs> devil was it on yeah, cw i think so it was definitely well, yes. well, whatever That's cw was it, before pretty young people it's cw pretty yeah. one what's the pre, uh pretty young white kids with problems that's what it is for mad yeah. tv yeah. yes that's listen, what that my, shit is listen my mom watched seventh heaven every week and so i somehow got sucked into watching that show Rude. and it was crazy because I remember watching the show and then seeing Child's Play for the first time. And I went, that's the mom from Seventh Heaven? What the fuck is this? <laughs> <laughs> and then you find out that she's married to the guy who created Chucky. Like he's the yep. David Yeager who created you know, Chucky. He did you know makeup work on uh, some of the Nightmare movies. And I'm like, this is weird. And then the dad, we don't need to talk about him. He's uh, disgusting. Exactly. I was about to, I was oh, about to say that. Shit. Yeah, it's like you can't uh, just, you can't talk about him. No. So this also stars Jonathan Tucker, who, to be honest, I don't know anything else that he's done. Uh, Erica Lershen, who played uh, whatever the other woman's name is. I'm awful with names. Pepper. Her name was Pepper. She was in Blair Witch oh, too. So there you some go. Seasoning. Oh, that yeah, avoid that seasoning. one at all costs. Yeah, and she was in Wrong Turn too. So she was in a lot of huh. sequels. <laughs> Uh, we <laughs> we have Mike Vogel who plays Andy. I thought this was the guy who did the voice of Anakin in the Clone Wars show, but he just looks like the guy who was the voice of Anakin Skywalker in the Clone <laughs> Wars show. He was in Cloverfield, and I was like, "Oh yeah, that movie that I seen once and didn't like." Uh, <laughs> she's out of my league. I'm just naming movies I've seen, and. The remake of Fantasy Island, which came out a couple years ago, which I don't think anyone saw. The plane, boss. The plane. <laughs> the plane. <laughs> That's all I remember from that show. We have uh, Eric Balfour, who plays Kemper. And he was in a movie called Skyline, which was this weird alien abduction movie yep. that came out in 2011. Skyline. And he did a lot of stuff on sci-fi. 
like a lot of just E-rated schlocky movies over He's, there. He was in the lot- first two episodes of the TV show Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Oh, oh, there you go. If you ever, yeah, there goes Pete again on his Buffy the Vampire. Pete's our Buffy nerd over there. He was he was on an episode of Doctor Quinn, Medicine Woman. Is that an episode of Boy Meets World? That was a good show. Dawson's Creek. Oh Christ! You're the fucking Dawson. Yeah. (laughs) What's up with Percy stealing your girl? More more pretty young people with problems. Uh, wanted to raise a bunch of weaklings. We'd have named them Doctor Quinn and Medicine Woman. <laughs> oh yeah. Nights, baby. Uh, yes. Oh, thank you. Oh, sweet baby Jesus. Why does it got to be a baby? <laughs> mm. Oh man! But the man who carries this movie, other than Leatherface himself, is oh, sure. R. Lee Ernie, Johnny, yep. oh, who is just amazing and everything not recognize his voice fucking love gunny dude. i'm just i was just waiting for because like i i don't i wasn't watching this movie with like my kids in the room but like my oldest would be like wandering around and i was just waiting for him to hear his voice and be like are you watching toy story what the hell is going on here what's going on with the army guys <laughs> the soldiers the plastic <laughs> crazy army man yes but yeah i was waiting for him to yell show, show me your war face to the guy in the van <laughs> i don't know how many times when he said the F word, which we will not say because you don't say that, no. I thought he All said mag- maggot, and I was like, yes, and Dan's like, that's not what he that's said. And I, was what he like, said. I was like, that's, I know that's what I want him to say, because I thought he, I was like, that's what mentally, like, that's what he's supposed to do. But yeah. I'm like, that's what he said. He's like, no. I mean, he's a uh, one trick, as far as an actor, he's a one trick pony, but. Oh, yeah. It's great every so time. He nails that fucking pony, man. That's oh, it. Good. I, I'm not sure he could be a romantic lead, but what he does is gold. No, he was in Saving Silverman. What? <laughs> he I, got married to Jack Black. It was beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I need to see Saving Silverman. You need to see Saving Silverman. Yeah, it's, it's pretty funny. He's the coach. <laughs> but he, is that yeah. a Kevin Smith movie or something? No. No. Oh, no. Steve Zahn and uh, isn't, isn't Sarah Silverman always, in that movie? I, can't I, I assumed it, it was because that's the only Silverman person I know. Watch Saving Silverman, damn it. I'll let you borrow We've it. We've talked Pete. about 20 other you movies. Told, you said you're going to give me. We're supposed <laughs> to be yeah, that's how this show goes. Yeah, that is yeah. how the show goes. 100%. Yeah, there's no. There's, movies. Yeah. Where's we, my YouTube soundtrack? <laughs> I do. I do want to also Focus. mention another person that. Keep going. No, keep going. I'm curious who you're going to go with. Oh, the person that I pointed oh. out. Lauren German, the teenager that. Yeah, she was oh, in Lucifer. She's yeah, she's, she's got that the natural holster between her legs. I got it. Yeah. Oh, the prison. I mean, yeah. I was like, wait yeah. a minute. You can fit that there. Yeah, we'll, we'll get to we'll get to that. If you're uh, brave walking. enough. She's, if you're brave enough. She is a main character on the show Lucifer. I, and I, I was like, wait a minute. Yeah. I was like, she looks familiar. So I had to look it up. So, I was like, oh, it's her. So I don't forget. I love Lucifer, but. I'll wait till we get to it. I don't mind her. Sorry. <laughs> I'll wait till we get to it. I so, mean, don't stop now. So yeah, he plays. So Arlie Ermey, Sheriff uh, Hoyt. Uh, and if you want to watch, in my opinion, his greatest performance is definitely the beginning of Full Metal Jacket. Uh, sure. We have oh, David. That's, that's, yeah. Most iconic. Yeah. Uh, we have David Dorfman as Jedediah. We've talked about him on the show before because he was a little yeah. creepy boy in the ring. Fuck that kid. <laughs> oh, wow. The the American ring? Yes. Yeah. It's good stuff. Yes. 
Really? Oh, yeah. I, okay. Yep. It's that. Sure. He was also in the sequel, yeah. which is horrible. Uh, <laughs> the, the Japanese yeah. sequel is very good, by the way. Uh, the funny thing is, is, okay. is that the American sequel is directed by the director of the original Japanese Correct. ring, which is just yep. like, what? And then it turned out. Yeah, to be they awful. brought him over. It happens. And we have yeah, Andrew Bernarski as Thomas Hewitt, a.k.a. Leatherface. We've also talked about him on the show before because he plays Christopher Walken's son in Batman Returns. He plays Chip Shrek in Batman Returns. He's Chip? He is Chip. What? Yes. Really? Yes. Are you serious? We covered that last year, didn't we? He is Chip, yeah. Batman Returns. We talked about him doing that Walken impersonation. Dude. He's in deep and straight do a no. Or walk no. He's, he's a street fighter as well. Yes, yeah, he's Zangief. Zangief. Yeah. Turn off the TV. What? Yes. Yes. That's amazing. God. We need to do the Street Fighter. Yes, we have we to do Street Fighter. Plus, it's got a Godzilla reference in it too, so we have to do Street uh, he, Fighter. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he was in. Everything. He was in any given Sunday. He played. Uh, yeah. He was called Mad Madman Kelly. He like would paint his face. Uh, like a skeleton yes. before games. Uh, he was in uh, Scooby-Doo, the live-action Scooby-Doo. I had to mention oh. that that was a childhood staple for me. <laughs> that movie didn't suck. No. SMG. It was, it was pretty good. And he would return to play Leatherface in the prequel, uh, TCM The Beginning. Uh, his last film was in 2015. So a little a little uh, controversy uh, with, this, with this guy because... Him and Gunnar Hansen, who plays Leatherface in the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre, uh, I guess they weren't big fans of each other. Gunnar Hansen actually was like, there was actually video of like Gunnar Hansen insult, like insulting Bernarski's performance as Leatherface, like like talking shit about like, well, this is how Andrew Bernarski shuts the door, like that iconic you know sliding door, yeah. and it was like really wimpy looking, and it was like they had this weird feud and. When Gunnar Hansen died back in 2015, Bernarski just—it was either a tweet or wherever—just put "boohoo," and I was—I was like, "God damn!" That's not cool. And throw, throw him shade at a dead man—that ain't cool. It, 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 I guess so. According to Wikipedia, which you all, we all know how re- reliable it can be, but I guess time. someone. A fan just said to him, is it nice of you to insult the legend that is Gunnar Hansen? And he replied, could give zero fucks. Suck his dead nuts. I'm like, wow. God damn. Wow. His so, dead nuts specifically. So, yeah, they did not uh, like each so other. Funny. And then when Hansen died, it just got worse. And so a lot of people do not like Benarski. I've heard also I've heard stories from people and I've seen things like on, on Twitter about stories about him of the fact that like he's not the nicest person at like conventions and stuff. And he thinks he's like the leather face. It's just a weird situation mm. and it sucks. Cause like his performance in this movie is really good. And you know, in Gunnar Hansen's performance in the original is really good to be honest. Everybody in this franchise who plays Leatherface does a really good job. It's not, you know, I don't, there's not a lot of dialogue. Of course, it's more in the action of the performer, you know, being able to kind of, be scary you know and to show your size and be able to wield that chainsaw and make it scary and i feel even with the bad texas chainsaw massacre movies you still have a good performance by whoever is behind the skin mask you know 
So, but it's kind of sad to read all that because it's like I just wish everybody could just be nice to each other. It could just right. have this like leather face, like support. Like, hey, man, this is really cool. We got to play the same character. We we did our own thing. But yeah, that that's that just sucks to read. Um, yep. but 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 I just imagine him being Chip from Batman Returns. I'm like, well, he's probably that guy. That's that's who he is. You know, <laughs> he's, he's, he's that guy. <laughs> Another awesome addition to this movie is they brought back John Larroquette to do the narration at the beginning and the end of the movie. He is the one, of course, who reads the opening crawl of the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I'm not sure. Does he? I don't know if he comes back for any of the sequels. Uh, he did for 2022. Okay. He does oh, no. the narration on the documentary about Sally okay. in the very, very beginning. Right. He has like two lines or whatever, but what do you know what they paid him to do the narration on this film? Was it his Not this one, the first one? The, well, the first one was like a couple of joints and a pat on the back or something. Yeah, because he was like an unknown. Like this was yeah, like his nothing, biggest yeah. job at the time. He was happy to come back for this one, I think, just for free. He did a good job. Yeah, that's that's awesome. It was really cool to to have him come back you know it's definitely i mean the original uh texas chainsaw uh, i i watched it uh, a couple months ago with my brother-in-law and i'm like hey that's john larroquette it is not and it's you can tell it's a very young john larroquette there mm-hmm. and in this film it's definitely john larroquette it's it's yeah. unmistakably his voice at this point All right really cool addition uh, another another thing from the original is they brought the cinematographer back from the original, oh. who we've talked yep. about twice on this show because he was also the cinematographer for the Friday the 13th remake. Oh, I should mention his name is Daniel Pearl. Uh, he did Friday the 13th remake, and he also did one of the worst Alien movies, Alien vs. Predator Requiem, one of the darkest <laughs> movies ever made. The filter. Take the filter off. <laughs> I can't see anything that is happening in this goddamn movie. Yeah. There Turn the brightness up blood. just a little bit. Dan, you can sit there with your smirk and you know say whatever you got to say, but you're the one who was like, I saw everything. Mm. I never problem seeing anything in the movie. It was a little on the dark side. <laughs> it's I saw so it. dark. Turn the contrast up on your TV or something. I don't want to no, have to do it and watched it. Nah. That's it. It was fine. Yeah. I eat my <laughs> carrots, motherfucker. All right, yeah. don't give me that shit. Bad <laughs> <That> vision. <laughs> this movie was released almost two months after Freddy vs. Jason, so we got three iconic horror characters wow. uh, on the big screen in 2003, which is pretty pretty wild. Because I think Chucky's sequel, Seed of Chucky, came out in 2004. So imagine if we got all of those. Chucky. I, I love it. I love so them all. So dumb and so wonderful. <laughs> I love them all. Give me more uh, Chucky. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was released October 17, 2003. It ran at 98 minutes, which is just a perfect amount of time. It has a budget of $9.5 million and made $107.4 million. No wonder we got 75 more remakes uh, from... 2003 to like 2011 or like whatever. The first two was. weekends it made all that money. It's wild. Crazy thing though, Probably. like this being 2003, because we mentioned this on our Freddy versus Jason episode, where 20 years later with this movie, this is people's like certain generations' first introduction yeah. to Leatherface. Like you we said, we did say, yeah. So like it's the same thought process where you have. I know there's some people that I work with. Like if I were to mention the original. ECM to this one, they're probably more akin to this one because they were a kid when this one came out. Mm-hmm. And now 20 years later, like that's the one that scared them compared to 
the 70s one because of that being from the 70s essentially like right there's always yeah. this uh I, I, I was gonna say that this is your your tcm this is the first tcm you guys saw was this one and i know i saw the second one first but i still saw the original before this one and that's why it leaves a, a weird taste in my mouth but i can totally see where this generation watching this film today would go this is terrifying and i get it i completely get it it just for someone who has seen the original and knows what it meant to horror there's a little it's it's a it's a little tough to digest this new one but trust me i get it why if this was your first one why it why it's near and dear to your heart i, I completely get it uh, cuz it is there's some really good gritty scary some legit scary stuff in it uh but we'll, we'll get into the rest of it later uh i do not fault anyone for if this was your first Texas Chainsaw, that it is your favorite, and it was the one that scared you the most. Well, if you were and already I just brought the whole. No, I was just I, good, I, I was just trying to segue. I was reaching just trying to figure out a segue no. from that to no. what we're going to go next. That <laughs> let's talk about this. It was a good Do we want to talk? <laughs> are we all ready to talk about the plot of Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2003? Yes. Uh, let's do it. <laughs> So, of course, the opening of this movie is the wonderful narration by John Larroquette as he explains the now named Hewitt family, uh, which uh, oh, yes. what was the what was yes, uh, being the Sawyer, the family. Sawyers. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And they're they're You know, we get the iconic like light bulb flash, like the camera flash sound effects as they're going through why, there. Why was that name change done? Does anybody know? No why clue. That was like. Don't even know, like, like you don't, you don't say it's Jason Voorhees and then it's Jason Samson. Now, you, just, yeah. you, you don't change the name if you're, if you're, I, I don't know. Well, right? they were going to give that... uh, Jessica Beale's character the same last name as yep. Sally. Yeah, and I was like, I don't understand. But, why not just call her Sally? Sawyer. I mean, that's the name. That's the yeah. You don't, you don't change Skywalker's last name, right? I, even if you remake the movie. Anyway, I digress. Yeah, it's no, a, it's a, a weird point. one because I, it, as I said before, and uh, as Pete stated, like this was my first Texas Chainsaw Massacre, so yeah. I just thought that was normal. I thought they were the Hewitts, mm -hmm. and then I remember seeing the original not too far after this one, and was like Sawyer. What is right. what? All right, so witness protection. It's yeah. you get like this black and white. You know, they're they're recording. The cops are going through finding evidence. You're finding teeth in the river, and you know they go around and find things. And he's talking about all the evidence, and the they're talking about how the 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 most uh, the the best evidence they have is this video recording of a cop going down into the basement to investigate, and then it kind of cuts to our title card. To me, that's the best part of this whole remake. It's, is it's the good. opening it's and good. closing opening with the black and white with the cop. Like mm -hmm. that is solid horror right there. Like that part, I fully yep. enjoy having tacked on. Yeah, it it made like I was really excited when I saw that. Yeah, the first time I saw this one, I'm like, oh, oh, maybe we've got something going on here. This is nice. But then when it goes to the, the title the card and says the movie's in 1973. I forgot that this took place in 1973 because the remake I thought just took place in modern times because everyone is so goddamn good looking 
that all of them look like they are in 2003, <laughs> not 1973. <laughs> Even as the movie's trying to yeah. sell it to me, I'm like, nah, these are all definitely 2003. Like, <laughs> I feel like it oozes like, early 2000s. I, I feel like Morgan is, not, is the only character. Red meat. <laughs> they don't drink beer. They don't eat red meat. Yeah. These are, they're, they're very they're, healthy young people. Distractingly good looking, all of them. Distracting. Yeah. Especially Jessica Beale. It's like there's no way. No, you know. <laughs> all I was doing was looking at her stomach. I don't know what else was going on in the film. You were looking at her stomach? That's her stomach, right? Her stomach. Just the stomach. Just, and you know what? Those early two thousand low just, rise. Just jeans. north of the stomach is where <laughs> like her no, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> but like my TV was like this ratio. Oh, for some reason. oh okay. Yeah. Really? <laughs> you had it zoomed in. Oh, to okay. One particular... right. Okay, I get. I it, missed Nate. the joke yeah. there. <laughs> this is why every Nate time was she today, came onto the screen, Dreamweaver played in the background. <laughs> That's it, man. That's it. It was distracting though. Like, oh, I had that filter. It, but I, I'll say that. That does make it distracting from knowing what the old, you know, Texas Chainsaw. Not that they're was. like bad looking in the old one no. whatsoever. It's no, just but like they're very real. They're very. This real. was they're, just they're tired kids on a road trip. They don't have any makeup on, and yeah. they're they're dirty and probably smelly. These people have had a professional do their makeup, uh, and somehow like you said, the original movie you could smell, and it's not yeah. a good smell. This movie you can smell, and it's a very pleasant smell. Yeah, it's. Yeah. it's I have a contradiction. Oh, the to camera, that. <laughs> please do. The inside of that van, I see the inside of that van, and I see that same fucking blanket thrown over the back seat. And I'm a car guy, and I've been in eight trillion old cars and fucking junkyards, and I can smell the back of that fucking water stained, <laughs> moldy ass seat that's got a blanket must. over it. And you that sit down on it, and on. you sit down on it in broad daylight. And you could see the dust poof into the air. Yeah, like that's what I smell. <laughs> they are they are well groomed communities people. back then. Clearly, they are well groomed people. I will tell you that they're probably yes. smell fine. <laughs> the inside of that car, probably not so much. I know there was there was as we get farther into the movie, I'm like, I don't think Jessica Biel probably smells good anymore. It was a weird thought that just popped in my head. I'm like, she I just felt like she got better as she went on. I don't know, maybe it was just me. <laughs> I won't kick it her out of bed for stinking. The, let me tell you, it doesn't help that like the camera is fully focused on how these people look. You know, oh, it's yeah. not yeah. like very rushed camera shots or anything like that to show the franticness. It is, oh, she's running. Let's focus directly on her ass. Let's focus on the rest of her assets. And oh, is it scary yes. time? Okay, let's be a little bit scary. But I, it's that's what I mean by distracting with them. I got an idea is, here. Let's just throw What's her that? in a white shirt and we're going to have it rain on top of her. It, that there's It's it going to rain. Then she goes into a, Very a, a slaughterhouse the where there's a sprinkler. Yeah. Mm -hmm. oh. And she's sweating. All the water. Yeah. All, yeah. all yeah. the good stuff. All the water. So. <laughs> this was, a little outnumbered here. If this movie was made in the 80s, she would not have had a bra. I'm, sorry. I'm telling you. No. It would have just been a white. No. It would have. Okay, I don't it think she had a bra on. you think they wear bras in the 
whenever this took place. No, I know. I mean, she wouldn't have had it, though. But in this movie, she wouldn't have had a bra on. She probably wouldn't even have underwear on. Probably not. I mean, I'm surprised. She has has all all the right right to do that. I'm just saying for the whole wet t-shirt competition. I mean, I guarantee Michael Bay had some sort of input. It was like, hey, you know what would be better if if you didn't wear a bra? And she was like, no. I'm going to wear a bra. <laughs> I wish like, they made Leatherface just have a white, you know, wife beater like a, on with, you know, thing, with him not wear a bra and him get wet. Yeah, him get yeah. wet too with her. So it's, yeah. it's, it's quality. But he's attractive too. He's just like a handsome version of mankind. He's in just, this a, movie. just a sweet Everyone's little boy. Everyone's too good looking. <laughs> he knows not to come around here. <laughs> yeah. Arlie's eyebrows. Those are perfect. They're on point. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Everybody's groomed so well in this. Yeah, <laughs> way too well. So we, yeah, we meet our core group of characters who are on their way to a Leonard Skinner concert in Dallas. Couldn't they and also, else? they came from Mexico where they got uh, a pound of weed. A pound? Oh, wow! Of the marijuanas, <laughs> and it's in Wana. a pinata. <laughs> that spinach leaf marijuana. Oh, sorry, it was two pounds. I even wrote it out. It's two pounds. Give me some of that jazz. Give me some of that jazz cabbage. Oh man! But yeah, you kind of you kind of meet everybody. You meet the two. It's Andy and Pepper that are making out in the back seat. They just picked up Pepper like the day before. Because you have to. (laughs) You have Morgan. I believe we just met yesterday. Who's just he? He's the Franklin of this movie. You know, Franklin from the original. He is Franklin. Um. He gets tortured probably. He the gets most. shit on yeah. so, but he, he sells gets, it. Yeah, he gets it the worst. Oh yeah, oh yeah. yeah. So they're driving in this really cool van, and they almost hit a hitchhiker, who doesn't look very good, and so they end up picking oh, her up. She's rough. Yeah, they. Uh, it's, <sighs> I don't want to sound like a piece of shit, but <laughs> keep going. <laughs> Sorry, oh, exactly. it's the seventies oh. though. This the hitch- yeah. hitchhiking was a thing back. Yeah, I, I, I yeah. have enough porn to know that this is how. This is how you get a This is not an unusual thing, but this poor gal is certainly in distress. Yes, so. she she looks she looks really bad, and of, of course, Aaron is the one. You're like, move, keep keep driving for sure. But yeah, because Aaron is the one who makes him stop to pick her up. Yeah, and so she. You know, she's she's going through all the emotions. She's crying. She's pretty much, you know, stating that she's trying to get away from him and, you know, and all that. And then they enter into the town and she starts to freak out because she's like, you're going the wrong way. You're going the wrong way. And she almost get, makes the van crash. And they stop. And that's when she literally, like, breaks down and just whips a pistol out of her crotch like a fucking magician pulling a rabbit out of a What is the name for that? Ham wallet? What is it? Prison purse. Deep concealment. Deep concealment. Yeah. And yeah, she sticks in her mouth and blows herself away. And you get the really awesome camera shot where it actually goes through the hole in her head. It's good effect. Very cool. It's a great... I don't know how they pulled that off at all. So they had to saw the top of the van and it was like a pulley system, like a a track system that would... Really? Get it to go through. Yeah. Oh, that's. And cool. it was a dummy, of course. It was really funny to watch, like, the outtakes of them trying to get the shot because, like, they would shoot it and sometimes the head would flop forward or would flop yeah. to the side yeah. so they couldn't get yeah. it because oh, they needed nice. the camera shot to go through it to see yeah. the rest of them reacting to what happens. It's really cool. Yeah. I've actually I mean, that seen that camera shot. Seen that. Is like the best part of the remake. 
Yeah. Like it's just, yeah. it's unique. You see it go from the back of the van as well. And one singular flow. Like it's just, that's something that's cool. Yeah. At this point, I'm still on board with this film. Yeah. It's, this, in the, in, in the, the original cut of this movie, this was actually a lot more graphic than to take stuff out. And this is still graphic. I mean, you still yeah. see her. Yeah, we still blow see the back of her, her head. Out. Yeah. yeah, they don't skimp yeah. around it. Uh, originally, no, her really character don't. was only was supposed to be like fifteen or sixteen years old, and they ended up changing it because <gasps> they just thought it was going to be too. Oh, that's too much. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Texas Chainsaw. I can totally see where that would have been. And a sixteen-year-old that would have added to the horror. Oh yeah, yeah that but it might have gotten to be seventeen for the age of the of the, of the person. I like this hitchhiker compared to the original one, though, because like. The original one, he just cuts his uh, thumb and, you know, they kick him out. And then this one's like, oh, no, they have a dead body they now got to deal with. And yeah. it kind of mm-hmm. progresses that plot of they have to call Again, the sheriff. They got to do something about this here. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, because it's, it's you know, the original you'd later find out, spoiler alert, that he is one of the brothers. He's like part of that part of the Sawyer family right. where this one is like she's a victim of of the family and as you see throughout the, the the film, you see like remnants of past victims, which I, I really liked being able to like, you don't know who anybody is, but you like, you see the pictures or just, and it's never focused on unless a character picks something up, but they'll be like walking by you to see like a pair of shoes or you'll see, mm-hmm. sometimes you see like, I, I saw a pair of teeth. Yeah. But it's not yeah. something they were focusing on. I really liked how they kind of added that in. So, yeah, they're they freak out. They throw the the pinata, the weed pinata into the into the grass. They're trying to figure out what the hell they're gonna do. They got to get rid of the body, so they got to find some help. So they go to this really uh, clean looking general store, and uh, they meet this lovely old lady. And they're like, "Can you call the police for us?" And she's like, "I got you." And she calls It'll them. Cost up you a dime. dime. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I don't care. I'm- the refrigeration unit is no longer good in that case. I am telling you. Um, <laughs> I don't. I don't think anybody was going to go in there and buy anything. In. <laughs> it's a little, a lot of flies. So yeah, she calls the sheriff, <laughs> and then she pretty much is like, "Yeah, so he wants you to meet him at this mill," and they're like, "What? Why can't he come here?" Well, it's just going to take him too long. He's already doing something, and you know, it's just going to be easier if you go meet him there. As like two hours he- out. As no, soon no, no. as I that's, hear that, I'm like, "That's when you push the body out and drive away." Be like, "It's, now a, it's your, your problem." problem. Yep. Yes, uh-huh. not mine. I, that, I was thinking that the whole time. I'm like, "Oh, you know how we can fix this? I'll make it your problem, and that cop will come out straight away." Yeah. But no, it's no longer my problem. <laughs> I mean, finding out what you find out at the end of the movie. I don't think anything would have happened. To be honest, they would have probably they could have dumped right. the body and, and drove right. away, and they'd been like. Well, we wanted her anyways. She was part of, yeah, she escaped in the first place. Supper's ready. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It tastes like chicken. So they go to the mill, but the cop doesn't show up. It takes them a while. And then they vote on whether or not they're going to get rid of the body and just leave or or not. And Aaron, of course, is like the voice of reason. She's like, no, we can't do that. She has a family. We can't, you know. They need to know where she is, you know, and then she then wanders off because she hears a noise. This where is are you going? They would have survived. You're right. This is all yeah. her fault. 
they would have survived. I think Morgan, she would have been outnumbered. I think Morgan was the voice of reason this whole time. Like, let's just fucking leave. Yep. He's like this whole time. Sure just was. fucking leave. Yeah. So he was the less annoying Franklin. Yes. Okay. So yeah, <laughs> she Franklin redeemed. Yes, for sure. Rise from the chair, young Franklin. You, you do. You talk about Franklin, and I cannot help when you mention him to think of the annoying kid from Friday the Thirteenth Part Five. Hey, you want to buy my chocolate bar? He gets his head. Oh, that's what. That's yeah. what, that's what I'm thinking of. Like fucking Roy. <laughs> yep. Was Franklin the turtle or whatever? Oh yeah. Attacked hey, by Gamma or Kaiju. Sorry. I don't know. <laughs> I'm over here singing Fever Pinata. Damn it. Damn it. So she wanders into this abandoned mill. It's, it's filled with fun. <laughs> yeah, but it's she, filled with weed now. Yeah. yeah. Which is fun for some weed people. Weed is fun yeah. for some people. And she finds, they find a possum inside of like a, a cabinet, which I, I, I loved reading the behind the scenes of this one because they couldn't get the possum to react like they wanted to. He was just being too adorable every time they would open the case. Yeah, we're gonna kill it. My wife's like, no, no, possums got, are great. I got time for possums. Yeah, they're good. Good. Yeah, anytime I see a possum on the road, I'm like, I want to stop. I want to pick this guy up. He's my new friend. <laughs> I'm gonna put him in my backyard. I'm never gonna have ticks yes, again. <laughs> never gonna have ticks or grubs or nothing. Yep. Yeah, they're good. And they uh, won't get killed by a snake. I don't. I don't have that I problem. That. But that's a good. Uh, well, we have copperheads. Good piece of knowledge here, so. to have. Oh, one oh of, yeah, that is a Tennessee thing. That's for sure. One of two. And water moccasins. Those oh, are bad. Ah, man. Yes. I don't remember the look angry. No, right. They are. I don't. One of two. Well, we also have rattlesnakes here too. Yeah. One of yep. two um, native marsupials to the United States. Possums. Marsupial. Like, yeah, the other marsupial. Yeah. Is it? What's the other marsupial? I can't remember. I'll look it up. Platypus. Yeah, I thought they That's, were the only one. No, Matt. Platypus are Australian. Australian. Okay. Mm-hmm. I... Because they have to have the only venomous mammal. Thank you, Australia. Right. Well, right. Platypuses yeah. are God's joke listen. anyway. So mm, God's like, what? I'm out of ideas. That was Australia was Australia was where all the rejects for the creation, the animal creation. Yeah. Event. They're like, ah, no one's gonna go there. <laughs> the island of misfit toys. But exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's yeah. what the British yeah. did with their prisoners. I mean, it makes sense. Don't leave your yeah. shoes outside. <laughs> Don't leave them on the floor because you oh, might never go. I'm just never gonna visit. Take that, Australia. You don't get me. (laughs) Don't pick up anything out of the water so you don't get the nasty snails that can, like, pierce your brain through your ear. Oh, no, it's not through your ear. That's cone snails. Yeah. Don't, don't. don't. That's a new fear unlocked that I didn't need. Well, no, no, I just wanted to quote. I just also wanted to bring a quote in of, uh, uh, for Jurassic from Lost World. So what happens if you shoot yourself in the foot? Don't do that. Because you'd be dead before you realize you made a mistake. That's what he talks about. It's the venom of Conus pepperasses. That's exactly what he's talking about. They make they they have a myotoxin. They can actually make almost any kind of toxin within their body, and they will fuck I you just up. I hate this more and more. <laughs> it's not going to Australia ever. They have one of the only. They have one of the most yeah. venomous uh, octopus in the world. It's like that big. Yeah, hobbits and shit. Uh, it's close. Cool. Go to New, New what are you talking about? They no. have. Uh... They have the creature from Dead Alive there. That's oh shit with the saggy tits. I'm game. I'm fully down. I'll I'll be Mama's little boy. Sumerian monkey or something like that. The monkey rat. Yes, very monkey. monkey Yes, that's what it is. Yep. Yep. From Skull Island. Uh, (laughs) 
So they also find after they find this possum, they also find Dirty Boy Jedediah, who uh, I hate this motherfucker. Man, they, I watch they could him. not give this kid realistic looking fake teeth because they just look oh like God. teeth he got at a, oh. at a Spirit of Halloween. And he yeah. tries to he tries to pretend <laughs> he's, he's trying a to get him to stay in. He's constantly uh, which, licking the top of his mouth. Which <laughs> I've grown up with people that have teeth that actually do look like this, and I'm like, I don't oh. think you've ever seen them lick their teeth. I'm like, what the hell is he doing? I was like, did he eat something and he just can't get it out of his teeth? I couldn't watch That's him. Possible too. I just trying not. to keep him on track half the time. I, I swear, he looking around of his mouth, like they <laughs> did, like they did to Mister Ed, and put peanut butter in his mouth to make him lick yeah. his fucking gums. Like, stop it. So they asked him, "It's like, hey, we're looking, for, <laughs> we're looking for the sheriff," and he's like, "Oh, he's at home getting drunk," and they're like. Alan yeah. Morgan's just like, well, if he don't give a shit, I don't give a shit. Neither Let's get rid we. of this body. And that's when everybody yeah, should went, here. you know what, Morgan, you're right. And said, Aaron goes, no, we're going to go. Where does the sheriff live? And we're like, I, I don't want to be friends with her anymore. <laughs> She's just like, listen, I'm going to tell you what's the best for everybody. I was like, all right, we'll see you later. <laughs> she can walk home. Leave you here with the body and we're out. Just we're going to go see Leonard Skinner. <laughs> yeah, exactly. exactly. You're front row to Leonard Skinner. Yeah, oh, I seen Leonard Skinner. It was weird. <laughs> <laughs> I have a, too. That's a way I've never heard it have described you? before. <laughs> I I suppose it was the crowd that was weird, not the band. I, oh. Anyway, <laughs> maybe you had to be there for seventies Skinner. Maybe like, was, but everything probably oh, was, was weird. 70s. This was nineties Skinner. This is after this. Yeah, thing. you need yeah, to be there see? for the original Van Zant, not yeah, brother. Yeah, yeah, didn't have that. That that's what I saw. But we the opening group was. Um, a country version of ACDC and they were called AC Dixie. And that was, that was <laughs> definitely something nice. new for me. It's <laughs> clever. I like that. In a world that has been completely divided for so long, two movie fans have decided to unite for the people and the betterment of mankind. One, an action movie buff. The other, a horror movie fanatic. Together, they will try to bridge the gap of both genres into one podcast with their battle cry. Give me back my action and horror movies. Listen along as Charlie and Nate alternate each week talking about action and horror movies they cherish, mostly from the VHS era. Also, including some modern examples that felt like the movies they grew up with by answering the battle cry. Give me back my action and horror movies. Available wherever you listen to podcasts. Look them up on Facebook and Instagram. So Aaron and Kemper, Aaron and Kemper venture to the sheriff's house and the rest of them just wait at the van, you know, just in case the sheriff shows up. And this is what the, like I was talking about earlier, this is where they're wandering through the woods and they see like all the burnt up cars and like just remnants of victims past, but they don't know that they just think it's just junk in the woods as they're making their way through. If I was in this universe, I'd be dead by the way. So I'm like, <laughs> Oh, old cars. I should go ask them about that. And then I'd be murdered. I'm like that, that's <laughs> exactly. This one. exactly. Yeah, exactly. That's like, <laughs> he hey, just taps on the floor. <laughs> I got a like, title. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. okay. <laughs> what you Dude, look in the nope. trade here? 
No, you wouldn't even know. I know exactly how it would go because I've dealt with people okay, like this. This ain't, got a, this, this ain't got a title. She don't need no title for those. You just drive uh, it around. Cause that, I mean, you're in the sticks. That's before titles. <laughs> yeah, that's before titles. Can I buy it? No, it's not for sale. I'm going to fix it up one day. You have 357 cars out here. <laughs> yeah, but one day, this one. I know what I got yeah. here. Okay, okay. okay. What you got to. I got to tell the story. I fucking love this real quick because I've mentioned it before and y'all probably hadn't heard it. My dad went stopped at this one guy. This was, fuck, I don't know. Probably when I was really low. Yeah, you know the story. It's probably like 30, over 30 years ago. I wasn't around for this. My dad stopped at a place. This guy had an old challenge. This guy had an old challenger in this yard. It was like a 72, 74 challenger. Ooh. He was just sitting there forever. Ooh, that's sexy. I know. And he went up to him and he's like, what do you want for it? And he's like, well, you can have it, but there's a catch. There's a tree growing through the center of the engine bay. There's no engine, obviously. <laughs> you can have it if you can take the car without cutting the tree down. Okay. That was it. That was like, I was like, why the did, fuck are you going to be a dick about did it? Did your dad do fuck? it? No. He's like, fuck that. Because oh. you'd have to cut, you could fix it. Like, I don't know how big the tree is. You could just cut the radiator support out and hopefully it wasn't mm -hmm. much clearance on the shock towers just back around. But the, the guy was just being an asshole to be an asshole. And so I was hoping like, that like, the guy was going to be like, the car is cursed, you see. It's known <laughs> to murder people, you see. <laughs> well, you got... If you want the curse, you see. Well, do you got anything else? Well, I've got yogurt. The yo the Froger is also cursed or whatever. <laughs> it's the same thing. It has yeah. nasty or whatever. That's bad. Yes. Can I just go? <laughs> <laughs> it, it was relevant. I just felt like bringing it up. It also comes with sprinkles. That's good. <laughs> Evil sprinkles. So <laughs> they they make it to the house and they are met by the the legless man that lives there and they ask like legless oh, the yeah, legless. legless man yes the the legless. Legless. Oh, 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 legless. Yeah. yeah like Gimli's head mounted on the drive legless is beautiful <laughs> no he's no, he's got to have Gimli like stuffed on the couch and he's like morning old friend just walks in Leatherface <laughs> took care of it for him no, I, I to be honest, I don't even remember. Oh, old Monty is his name. Is that his name? Yeah, his name is this Monty. Old Monty. Yeah, you hear this him. has to be our Gramps analog. Yeah, yeah, probably. So they ask if the sheriff lives there. He says no, but he'll call him for them, and they're like, okay. Uh, so in the beginning, the prequel movie to this, uh, you find out why he has no legs, and it's hilarious. Did you lose him in a dancing competition? Not that hilarious. He might as well have. <laughs> he was cut the rug. <laughs> oh, I can square. I mean, I can share. I can share it with works. you all if you if you don't care. But it is. I don't care. Give me it. So, <laughs> the, <laughs> so he accident. <laughs> something happens to one of the legs, and so they ask Thomas to cut one of the knee. Yes, and so they're like, yeah. "Oh, Thomas, you got to cut the, the one leg off." And while he's cutting the one leg, he accidentally nicks the other one. And so Sheriff Hoyt goes, well, you got to make him even and just cuts them both off. And so that's why he has no legs. And then the mom's like, why'd you have him do that? He goes, balance. <laughs> balance. Oh, God. Dude, I really, I really, that's so stupid and wonderful, but I really would have loved <laughs> oh, it. It is. That horrible. You know what? Go ahead. Prequel is about as dumb as like the Han Solo prequel movie. Where it's like we're not going to give you an origin about the character. We're going to give you a, an origin about how this guy lost his legs, and how, how the sheriff, sheriff got the uniform. Yeah. Like that's it. Oh, <laughs> the reason thought... why Leatherface is Leatherface, he was born. That's why. 
Yes. I was hoping it was like about the old Central Texas square dancing accident of 68. <laughs> we don't talk about that square dancing accident. A lot of good people lost their legs. <laughs> oh. So, yeah, I love it when they go inside or she goes inside to call the sheriff. And, you know, they she's talking to, I'm guessing, the actual police. And they're like, yeah, we'll be out there in like 30 minutes. Here's yeah. my this is this is the something that confused me because she says, oh, yeah, we'll be there. Did they ever show up there? Because this because nope. the time frame from when she talks to them to when everything else happens in this movie is definitely longer than half an hour. I want to say he says, hey, I'll dial him for you. I don't think he called the sheriff. Oh, you think that he actually he just like, called. Talk to somebody he just called random. probably someone in she there with click. Oh, yeah, that's somebody in their click. Is this the sheriff's office? Yes, yeah. wink, wink. Yeah. We'll send them the right girl out. at the uh, oh. gas station, probably or something. Yeah, because that's their mom, or it could have yeah. been the other ladies on the property that, that makes didn't sense. have a phone. Yeah, one of those things. The, yeah, that didn't have a phone. Because Liar. in the uh, the prequel, they do mention that that's the only cop that gets killed that uh, Ermy takes over as. So yeah. then, like, that was another thing. I was like, well, if she's talking to a cop, then clearly, like, they found a replacement in I five assume- years. I just assumed he wasn't a cop. It was just a charade. Yeah, it makes sense. Charade. charade. Or charade. That's fine. We can do that. <laughs> he just takes no, the in, uniform. In, the, in Texas Chainsaw Next Generation, like the cops were part of the whole family. Well, that's because right? they are part of the Illuminati, you see. There was a whole big thing oh. in the Next Generation. Yes, you remember? The government pays people I'm to sorry. scare yes. people. Yes. That way yes. we can live off the energy yes. like Monsters Incorporated. Yes. Yes, we talked about this, Pete. Come on, man. Yeah, Pete. Come I, on now. I don't remember the- shit. You know, you know. Don't you remember that I don't remember shit? So Texas Chainsaw <laughs> no, Massacre. So Texas Chainsaw Massacre and Monsters Inc. are in the same universe. Basically, yeah. <laughs> okay. That's, that's our theory. All because of the Illuminati. But yeah, that's Monsters Inc. is in every universe right now. Okay, yeah, that's I mean, I can. Have all the doors. Yeah, all it the doors. It a possibility to another universe. So yep. that's right. Okay, I can see it. Yeah, you open one of those doors and it's a, to a Balrog universe. How would you? Oh shit! Yeah, they only show the good ones. They don't Balrog just sitting in the office. Can you copy this for me? <laughs> <laughs> so, as she's gonna leave, the soundtrack. The guy in the wheelchair is calling for help. Would you? Would you help him? No, no. I followed, and I can't get him up. Life alert! Life what? alert! Life alert! We don't get Twice. signal out here. Twice this cop has. Not showed up that I, I got no time for nobody. Yep. Forget it. Yep. And that and he's grabbing Alba's butt the whole time. He's got a handful yeah. of cheek, man. He's anchoring that man. He's oh like, yeah, he's like, yeah. Oh, help me. He might as well be. Oh, it's good yeah. girl. Like, but, but um, I'd have slapped that's him. That's his character, and it, I I appreciated no. that grossness. It, it's funny because this is his distraction, so that Leatherface can kill Kemper. And mm-hmm. it's hilarious because, like, how does all this happen and she doesn't hear any of it? So that's what I said. It's that a big house. Not a big house. Yeah, it seems like it. Like, house. it has to be a mansion for nobody to hear me yelling. So, right. Yeah, while, while the walls he's, are made of cement. Yeah. While he's well, they, where they hide the bones is in the. Oh, yeah. uh, just fill the walls yeah. with the bones. Well, that's yeah. a, that's the thing is this house is very different from the original. So, like, the original was very much like Ed Ed Gein's house was described. Yeah. Which is what oh. this movie is or what the series based is based on, on uh, which I did not know that when I saw this movie and thought the beginning and the end of this movie was actual footage of 
a text <laughs> of this Leatherface guy until probably a couple years later, and it's like, no, read this book. It's about serial killers. And did, then I was like, oh, Ed Gein. Did, did Larroquette say that this was based on a true story in this movie? Because he did in the, uh, yes. the yes, original. He yeah, he pretty much does. And it says it on the front, on the cover of the that, movie and all that stuff. So, Oh, okay. Yeah. So in the original, the house had bones all over the place. You know, you could tell mm-hmm. like this was a family yeah, of cannibals. Is, like they didn't hide anything. Throw. Where this house, it they're hiding things very well. So like, you know, because you see Kemper wandering through the house. And the only weird thing to me would be like, yeah, it's dirty. But also there's pigs. just pigs just wandering the house. And chimpkins. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, but it's Texas uh, in the middle of nowhere. So I guess it might not be that surprising. Well, that's what you do, man. You just have the front to be literally a front. So if yeah. somebody comes over, they see what seems like just an old home. Oh, dirty. This movie is so much deeper now than, yeah. than I thought it was. Cause the, it, it's a front. To, yeah. Oh, oh I just stay in it. <laughs> then you go to the Why kitchen. You like, you go in. I'm the one that usually digs deeper into. I have never heard like, someone not give a shit as much as Pete just did right there. <laughs> <laughs> that was thick, bro. Just... <laughs> also, what's really cool is this house is real. Like you can actually visit this house. I want to go. Let's go. Yeah. Oh, and the, and and the house from the original as well. Yeah. I want to quit my job and go travel. We're going to go to Texas. I want to go to all these. And not just not to Houston. I don't fucking care. So where we you want to visit the house in Halloween and the Amityville house and the. I want to go to Salem. And... I want to go. Mm. You know, Let's go hang out. I want to go everywhere. I'm just going to go in there and shit on their floor like I was here. I at least want to <laughs> pee in their bathrooms. That's weird. That's all I need. All right. <laughs> I've marked my territory. This exactly. is mine now, bitch. So the sheriff shows up. The sheriff, in quotation, shows up to the van and he's wonderful. He's I just love where he like goes through and he's like, I'm going to guess that you got a dead body in that van. This is my favorite. This is my favorite. Like, this is just Arlie Ermy line. Excuse me, son. You mind getting the fuck out of my way? And like, just go. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, you can tell he's just he's not just mad at this kid. He's just like mildly annoyed. But that's just how he is. It's fantastic. Yep. It, and mildly so annoying is more gross. terrifying than most people's yeah. anger. Oh, oh, it's so <laughs> it's like, good. So good. So they, he comes up with the idea of wrapping up the body with saran wrap, which is just This great. is an everyday thing for him. He's like, oh, yeah. Well, yeah. let's wrap her up. And, and, and I've never done this before. Yeah, and I'm let's getting do all do the nasty way. comments from him as he, you know, you know, oh, she's still. Uh, she's oh, still she's wet, wet down, down there, and you know yeah. he's like comping a feel, and oh, uh, uh, I just and I also wonder how many different takes they have of him just like ripping. Oh, he would one hundred percent how he is. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and how many of them just could hold it during those? Because he just oh yeah. I you also I, get the the shot where he he sees the gun and they tell they tell him like where the gun came from, and the gun fits perfectly in his holster, which. It took me a long yeah. time to realize the gun was his. Yeah, I just thought what, he found the gun. And was like, oh, I got this holster was, here. I he could just put it, put it in, in there. Boot, yeah, boot holster. Yeah, yeah, boot gun or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a backup yeah, it holster. Fit perfectly. Yeah, which is funny because I think uh, Pepper looks at one of the other gentlemen, 
because because she sees that and somebody else sees it and she looks at him and like kind of like this is weird. Yeah, well, this yeah, is, yeah. Th- that one gal does go yeah. like, wait a minute. Yeah, and no one else catches on. Yeah, yeah. Which again, how many red flags do you need in a movie for people to go, peace, I'm out. Yeah, no yeah. shit. <laughs> yeah. So. We then go back to the house where Kemper gets attacked. You know, you get the whole thing where he's wandering in the house. He goes into the, he hears like a TV going on in in a room. And then, of course, you, it's the perfect drop because there's like a drum scene in this cartoon that's playing on the TV to the point where Leatherface comes up and, and hits him in the back of the head. I guess this scene was supposed to be a right. lot more, there was a lot more gory. Like it was, you were supposed to see him get hit in the head and it was just like an explosion. Um, and yeah, I just I, I like this better. I wouldn't have liked it if there was a blood splatter. This this was fast and brutal and in and out. And that was this this might be my favorite scene of the whole movie where that door opens, bam, drags him in, door closes. See, it was uh, it was still I was still on board at this point. This is where they start to lose me, which is funny because like I think in the original, when the first hammer gets hit and the way you just see the body fall mm-hmm. and the leg oh. twitching and then mm-hmm. the slow drag, like to me, that's like horror perfection. And like once they did with this one, how quick it is, the blood splatter on the wall is like, uh, well, all right, let's let's see where this goes from here. But like, mm-hmm. especially after revisiting the original one, like two months ago, I was like, oh, yeah, God, that that's it's so shocking it's and scary. Yeah, well, I, I think it's, is the great part. Yeah, I think it's. I, I don't mind the scene as much because I think the problem is, like you said, with the original is I think it's better in the original because the guy just runs up. It opens. It's fucking motherfucker. And he just fucking pows the dude, Damn. falls over, twitches a little bit, pulls inside, shuts door. It's like almost just one like, shot. And, and this like happens. Happen. And you're like, oh, yeah. and, and, and like the late twitch is such a fine, like, detail. Yeah. Like, but like I, what, I think that the but, original TCM has some of the best acting in a horror movie like we'll get to that it with the, budget, the hook that time yeah 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 but like it but then like in this one like he hits him and then there's like the cut and then it, there's the other stuff and he kind of like drags him and then pulls the door it just seems it's an it's it's works but it's just doesn't seem as intense as the original it's just so quick and like one thing like bam dude falls but drags him side shuts the door and there's like multiple cuts and him dragging him in this one it just seems longer drawn it's out janky. more in this yeah but it's, but it's not bad. It's just I think it's what done better in the original. Is he mm-hmm. not still twitching though when he pulls him? Or was he that does twitch a little I, bit, but it's it's better. I, I think it's he does he, twitch. No, he twitch. It's not. It's more of it's. He's convulsing like on the ground yeah. as he's dragging him uh, to the door. I thought maybe it was my brain playing trick because no, I'm I'm like watching. I was like, is he still got the axe in his head? Like, is he pulling him what? by that, or is he just Christine's also or his hammer? Okay, or hammer, but is yeah, he like, like still yeah. pulling him, or was he actually pulling his body? Because I, I think my I thought he was pulling, pulling the body. body. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. He wasn't dragging him by the. It would have been. It would have been kind of awesome. Oh, like he hits him yeah. so hard, it's like impaled in him, and he just drags yeah, him like yeah. that. Yeah. No, I like another one. Just dragging the body with a hammer. And of course, yeah, and of course, the iconic. We get the iconic recreation of the scene from the original where he pulls him into the room and slams a big door. The door in this one is like 10 times the size of the door yeah. in the original. The original one's like yeah. this small aluminum sliding door where this yeah. one is a vault. <laughs> He's gotta yeah. keep his different budgets. <laughs> yeah. So we go back to the car 
or to the van where uh, Sheriff Hoyt is taking the body. And I love it. It was like, yeah, put it in the back of my car. They go to put it in the back seat, And then he notices with it. Don't put that shit in the back of my car. Put it in no. the trunk. What it's what he says before. He's like, listen, lady, I got respect. I got enough. I got a respect. Uh, I got more enough respect for a dead body of anybody else out here. As much respect for a dead body as anybody else out here. Don't put that disgusting thing in the back of my fucking car. Put it in the trunk. <laughs> Don't break <laughs> like, any of my shit in the trunk either. Yeah, I know. Oh, dude. Don't break anything. I laugh. When that line comes up, See? like back, I always laugh. I think it's fucking great. So Aaron gets back to the van. And she's like, oh, yeah, the sheriff's coming. And they're like, well, he was already here. And then she goes, where's Kemper? Is he here? And I'm like, how do you just lose him? Like, yeah. How... So, system. of course, she's like, oh, well, we got to go back and find him. And most of them are like, yeah, I don't really want to. This, this, nope. this doesn't seem like a good time. No, we don't. So she eventually talks them into it. They find another like car graveyard where they find teeth. They find a jar full of what I'm guessing is piss and uh, a picture of the hitchhiker and her family. And they're like, well, that that's a little sketchy. You know, this, this is where the horn is going off, isn't it? Yeah. The yeah. Horn's yeah. Going yeah off. He, he, I, he I think that's the little kid to lure him to that. Like, Hey, there's yeah. something going on here. There's yep. somebody here. Like, that wouldn't work that way, but okay. Yeah, it also wouldn't work because there's no battery hooked up. Uh, Horns don't work like that. But anyway, that's fine. That was my first thing. I was like, logic, Dan. Logic. I'm, I'm sorry. It's just a car from like 55 sitting there. And it's like, it's all about the logic here. <laughs> well, which is actually another thing, which I don't, this isn't for Arlie Ermey's character. I don't think he's a sheriff. I know I've never seen the prequel, and you guys. Oh, no, he's him. not. He's not. No, no. no he's a family member that's wearing a sheriff uniform. Yeah, that's what I figured because his, and not to mention his cruiser is a, be, a piece of shit. And like I know it's a mm -hmm. small rural town, but they always usually take care of their cruisers anyway. And that's a yep. sixty-five Belvedere, so it's at least eight years old. And even if it was dated, it would still be taken care of. And this thing is just beat up. So, yep. and obviously, he doesn't act like a sheriff, but you know. And the prequel saying. takes place in sixty-nine when he does get the nice. car. Okay, that's fair. Oh, so they go when they 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 split up again. You got two of them going back to the van, and then Aaron and Andy go back to the house. And this is where you get a, another recreation of an iconic shot of the you know the low shot of one of the women walking towards the house. Yeah, uh, this time it's on Aaron as she goes to talk to uh, whatever his name is, Monty. And Andy tries to sneak sneak in back and to investigate and try to find where Kemper is. This is when it all all hell breaks loose because the guy figures out that Andy's in there, and then of course you get the whole like showdown between them where they where Andy thinks he's gonna fight Monty and Monty's just hitting the floor, but it, what he's actually doing is calling Leatherface, and he just swings that door open. He's got the chainsaw, and yeah, this is where the the movie goes from like. 50% to like fucking 150. It's just nonstop chaos uh, for the rest mm -hmm. of it. And I love it when, you know, he's he's got the tire iron. He's blocking the the chainsaw with that. I thought that was pretty cool. Uh, it's not cool because it's not real. If a chainsaw would hit a tire iron, it would kick right back to the person holding the chainsaw and probably and we like his arm off or something. Test like this. That one. I, I hate... I hate chainsaws in horror movies because you never do it this? right. 
Leatherface is a beast. He doesn't let that shit kick back. No, it doesn't work yeah. like that, yeah. man. No, this he's just got those broad shoulders. They're just like, be, 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 be. One, a chainsaw never starts in the first pull. Two, it hits something metal. Do. The chainsaw's going to bounce right back at you. Period. I don't care how strong you think you are. Leather, Leatherface well, sleeps with his chainsaw on his bed, okay? He takes yeah, good sorry. care of that he thing. Oils <laughs> it. I'm wrong. He rubs it. Oils I will it. To, to doubt uh, the, the, the Leatherface abilities. Well, there actually is a few times in this where he pulls the star's chainsaw and it takes him more than one time to get it going. You're, yeah. you're right. You're right. And even in uh, the next generation, uh, the TCM, what, what we did, there, there was a, a couple of great scenes where they he was trying to start the chainsaw at the it's, it's so unusual to see that. Yeah. No, no, I, I agree. Because like you said, they just, even, they don't, even they in the about... Evil Dead movies, like Bruce Campbell, God bless you, starts that chainsaw just... every <laughs> first pull every goddamn exactly. time. Hey. And I, I still love the hell out of it. <laughs> oh, have any of you guys played the Texas Chainsaw game at all? Yeah. Nate has. So I noticed, I don't know, I don't, I've, I've only ever seen the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre, this one, and the 2022. Like, those are the only ones I've seen, or 2021, whatever it came out. Watch them all. I, did that, did the element with the chickens and the, and the pigs, like, alerting people, did that come from this movie? That's a good question. I just assumed because it being a farmhouse, that was just something they were wanting to incorporate a gameplay mechanic in. It's- yeah, because like, if for those of you who don't know, when you play, because you play as either the bad guys or the good guys, and you want, and, right. and like, you you could, you know, if you're in the the Sawyer home, then like, the if you, like people going chicken. through, they would alert, like chickens would make noise. You're like, oh, they're near yeah. the chickens, and then like, so like that's what I thought. I was like, is this from the game? The game's firmly planned with just the first movie. Like, yeah, I know, yeah. but I thought I, maybe I the hope element that was DLC like, for part two will happen, but yeah, it, it's definitely strictly first movie with that. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, that's a good question. So Andy is running away from Leatherface, and this is the one shot that was really jarring where he's going through the sheets and just keeps cutting back between him and Leatherface. Yeah. And it's just too many times. Like, just focus. I think it would have been better if they just focused on Andy running (laughs) through and then getting the shot of of Leatherface just coming out of nowhere and just chopping his leg off. I think that would have been been way better than it was just like, Okay, you see him, you can see him, you see him. I'm like, I feel like I was watching Resident Evil, the final chapter, where I was like, fuck me, man. This we don't is talk awful. About that one. It's <laughs> I'm like, where did he come from? Because as many times as it was back and forth, it looked like Leatherface was, was right standing, behind him. No, he was standing on the outside of the sheets going, What is what what is he doing? He's just running back. Just go over here. He just He's casually walks in and just <laughs> Yeah. You're making more that, work. That is a that is a slasher right. trope though. Hello? Where the the killer comes out of absolutely nowhere, right? Yeah. Yep, tell, yeah. tell me that doesn't happen in every Jason movie. Yeah. They, yeah, I mean, they is, know how to teleport. Yeah, this is the only I think yeah. instance of that when it comes to Leatherface, because like yeah. you feel yeah. in this movie, Leatherface is just a man. Like he is, yeah. mm-hmm. he's not yeah. supernatural right. in any way. Um, he's a miserable pile of secrets. He is a miserable pile of secrets. So he grabs Andy and his now <laughs> detached leg. And drags him to the basement. You get the nasty close-up shot of his fingernails getting ripped off his hands. Ah, ah, ah. So fucking worse. But of course, it's, it's a callback to the opening scene where the cops walking down the basement stairs, and you, you know, he shows the the fingernail marks. So it's like, mm-hmm. oh well, that's where they came from. From someone who has fingernails that I've actually gotten um, ripped. Oh, I'm so right, sorry. Right at the. Okay. 
we're I gonna usually, keep going with this. I usually have longer-ish fingernails. Um, and working in retail, I have literally had them ripped yeah. under. Yeah. Oh. It, oh. I can feel I can oh. feel his pain. Oh. Yeah, well, it sucks. This podcast just got scarier than the movie. I, I know. <laughs> For sure. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I can Roaster. I can give you a lot of injuries that I have sustained over Please don't. And that's my... for another day. <laughs> 37 another... years no. of living. I am very graceful. Another podcast. That's, I figured, that's out, I figured out why we have three hour episodes. It's not our guests. It's, it's me. We're shooting for one today, right? Three hours? No. Wait a minute. Arc of three hours. Listen, <laughs> we're, we got to look at the well being of our guests here, okay? <laughs> I have to feed we're on not well. I have got to feed on guests. I haven't been well for a very long time. When did we start this podcast? That's pretty much when my health declined. Oh, damn. Now I, That's what we do. Oh, no, stop it. I've gone up three pant sizes because of this podcast, all right? Just zip it, lock it, put it in your pocket. There we go. That's me. Okay. I know. Let's, let's take the only female on the show and make her feel bad. Every time. <sighs> Every time. I'm out, Damn. I'm, I'm outnumbered. It's a total beautiful, babe. I need to find. <laughs> so the sheriff shows up again because Aaron comes back and she's freaking out. You know, they, you know, somebody's attacking him. And so the sheriff shows up. And of course, he's trying to keep them there. So he's got to find something to keep them there. So he finds the roach. And somebody smoking the god, smoking yeah. the doobie. Like, <laughs> I just love that Morgan's back. Like, it's not mine, man. <laughs> You're gonna, we're gonna stand here while you smoke the this whole. Is, this, thing. Is, uh, this is in our van. <laughs> then why are you in it? You can smoke two pounds of marijuana. I'm gonna learn you a lesson. <laughs> All I can think of is super true. That's exactly the mother of God. <laughs> <laughs> so we then see Leatherface uh, packaging up Andy's stump. With some salt. Oh, dude. So, just, oh, yeah. 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 He just that scoops was, that, that bag good. of salt. And just, that was good. Uh, and the butcher like, paper. No, 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 no. Yep. Oh, oh yep. did that. So we then go back and Hoyt is looking through the van. He's got the, the three of them in the dirt. And then he takes Morgan and he inter- interrogates him to pretty much be like, hey, how did how did she do it? How did she how did she kill herself? And so he's got to go through the whole thing of putting the gun in his mouth and sitting in the exact spot. I love the one where he you look down, he's like moving like parts of her brain and stuff. And stuff. Um, also, when they were shooting this, he like forced himself to throw up like multiple times for putting the gun like too deep in his mouth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just didn't have that callus built up. Well, well I guess it was also shit. just kind of the reaction to to get him to like you know because he's crying dude, and like sweaty and this dude, he's going this through it. He sells getting his fucking ass beat in this movie, yep. dude. Yep. This dude just plays Morgan like he is like through the shit emotionally and physically. I think the the great thing about like Arlie Ermey's performance is the fact that he's so like he's not yelling at him all the time. He's like just asking him questions, but like. It's terrifying, even when he's calmly doing it's intimidating. it. Intimidating. Yeah, and then like yeah. when he doesn't do it, that's when he like you know put the gun in your fucking mouth has, type thing, a, and you're like, oh. He has a presence to him that yeah. is yeah. you you can't. No matter what you say to this guy, he's he's got something coming back to you. So you right. he just beats me, you down to a degree that you can't recover from. All three of them on the ground, 
and just like the snot that's in the dirt and they're crying especially i think it's piper pepper whatever her name is like the middle girl like she like the shots of her just crying it's like ew, this is quite uncomfortable it's really good acting which is which is kind of which is shocking for you know a movie like this where you don't get like mm-hmm. the best performances because they're usually just the cannon fodder uh yeah, like, except for like the, except people. for if it was like the final girl is usually your best performer but to be honest i feel like the mm-hmm. the performances uh in this movie are actually really good yeah secondary characters act better than the yeah. the the main characters in some in some movies <laughs> But no, no I agree. This movie. Oh. Yeah, I, I think, I think, yeah, whoever did. Oh, yes. Yeah, so if we're talking about Aaron compared to everybody else. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah yes. Aaron was the looker. All right. Aaron was the one you were just yeah. looking at most of the time. I liked looking at Aaron. Yes. Just didn't appreciate that. Please continue. So we're, <laughs> we're back at the house. And this is where we see Leatherface doing, like, sewing up a new face. And then that's how you determine mm-hmm. that uh, Kemper is fully dead because he's sewing up his face. And he's this even got the little little chin, and the little the little hair down there. Yeah, little hair on the chin there. <laughs> and uh, this is the first time you see Leatherface's actual face in any Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie. Uh, which in the original, in the beginning, you find out. Well, you find it out in this movie too. The fact that he has a skin disease, but uh, in the beginning, he has born and of course he's like because he has this disease he doesn't look very pleasant and so he's kind of abandoned at the meat fact the meat factory you see later mm-hmm. and so that the hewitts take him in so he's technically not their actual child so dude listen the only thing i thought of is if the ladies can't find you handsome they can at least find you handy and he is. Mm-hmm. He can that's go, very true. You know, chop up meat skin. and shit. He knows what he's doing. He's yeah. a resourceful man. Well, that's the thing that's is he me. he grows up working in that meat factory, and that's, that's why what he's I so thought. Handy. Yeah, that's what I thought. Because there's scenes later, I was like, he would. There's no fucking way he'd know about this stuff unless he's worked at this factory. So that makes he knows how to cut a ribeye beautifully. Let me tell you. Yeah, that's right. Like, I don't know. The, the mystery of never seeing his face is what I like, and then they show his face. I'm like, oh, like he just looks like Skeletor. Come on, beast man. (laughs) (laughs) So I forgot to mention that Morgan gets uh, taken away by the sheriff. So we then see the sheriff with Morgan in the back and, you know, they're they're talking like, hey, where are you going to where were you going? You know, where were you? Uh, It was like Dallas, you know, we're going to a front row at a Skinner concert. He's like, oh, that sucks. You ain't going to that now. And he's like, what are you going to do with those tickets? He's like, you can have them. And then he just he just takes the bottle of liquor and just smashes him in the face. Yeah, oh, man, like, oh. that, was, that was rude, wasn't it? Yeah, <laughs> he's just spitting out tea. Totally. Oh, dude, it was so good, man. Yeah. And he never yelled, not yeah. once. He just turns around, and fucking cracks him with that bottle. Oh, I also Lord forgot to mention that when he's demonstrating how he how the the girl you know kills herself, he turns the gun on the sheriff and. Yeah. He was gonna shoot him and he pulls the trigger. There's we nothing all, in there. We all wanted that to happen. Oh yeah. I love we, we, we were all pepper. We were all pepper. Shut up away. Just turn around and shoot the motherfucker. Yeah. And guess what? No more bullets. Yep. And then I was like, looks like we got a goddamn killer on our hands. Mm-hmm. Well, God, see, given the situation. 
and given the situation, I mean, you, know, you, you don't know any of these people's background, and it's dark in there, and like you really can't tell what's in those chambers. Like, are the no. rounds shot? Also, he's in such distress. Exactly. I don't think he like, was looking yeah. at that. Like, all right, I yeah, see so I three in the yeah. chamber there. Yeah. Does he know anything about guns? He exactly. Just knows he has one. Yeah, that's. And he's yeah. The way it's shot too is we as audience don't really know if there's any exactly. ammo oh, no. in there either. Yeah. You totally it's know. in shadow. But one of the coolest things I saw in that one scene was while I'm paying attention to that, it would flip and show Arlie Ermy's face. His eyes are almost black at the same yep. time. Yeah. So it's this very dark, gritty part. This, you know, just insane. And Aaron and everyone yelling in the background, the tension just gets built and built and built. Yeah. And yet again, something else to blame Aaron on is don't shoot him. And everyone else is there like, we're going to shoot him. Shoot yeah. him shoot. now. He's a bad guy. Yeah. And once again, she's like, don't do it. Don't do it. Because her decision making, it's like she thought he was the actual sheriff and like they were just going to get in more yeah. trouble. It's like, what has he done? To, to really dumb. put that signal in your head that like that this seems this seems legit this, this is the, normal the, sheriff stuff <laughs> yeah, what like I understand you're in a back road town with yeah. usually one you know I grew up in a town similar to this where there was one cop and he probably wasn't even full time like he was yeah. just there if there was an emergency so it's it's understandable that maybe you know things can happen that no one's ever going to find out about. Country um, justice. Yeah, but it's like, come on, man! <laughs> like this dude just wrapped the body up in, in freaking saran wrap. Red flags. Yeah, exactly. Like, there's so many red flags that it's, are. It's tough. This guy throws up. It's like it's no smacking bye. you in the face left and right. Mm -hmm. And I don't remember the the original being so red flaggy I, no is that is that a word i don't no. know I, I think they yeah. i think they got dropped into the situation and they couldn't get out where these kids could had multiple opportunities to get the hell out of dodge in a dodge any of this ironically happened. <laughs> carry on i'm sorry it's an old dodge flat nose i'm sorry i know right, that. right, right. <laughs> that's like you had ample opportunity and i understand that if you get out of dodge you don't have a movie i totally get that but when it's so very easy to say don't go upstairs get the leave the front house you know go out the front door and run to your neighbors or something like that this oh this what this was so frustrating because once again you had enough opportunity to get out of there and they neglected to do that they listened to some ding dong to Aaron's credit though before the sheriff showed up she was trying to start that van and get mm -hmm. like she was literally yeah. trying to just be like we're getting out of here we'll figure it out after yes. the fact i will um, i will also oh go ahead sorry charlie go ahead no no i was just saying that you know for for every option that they've had to leave yes they had a hundred of them it seems mm -hmm. but there was a point where she was like Fuck it, we gotta go. There's, you know, we we'll figure this out later. Yeah, and Morgan even tried to leave earlier, and she wouldn't give him the keys. Right? Yeah, yeah. She had them in a pocket right. and everything. When they went to know. the yeah. the graveyard, the the yeah. car graveyard. She knew 100 percent they were yeah. gonna leave. And to be honest, I I I, I wouldn't have blamed him. Like like you were making Sorry. the most illogical decisions ever. Mm -hmm. Like we'll maybe come back if we can get some help. 
and try to see what's going on. But like, to be honest, I, I don't want to die. Like, I feel like we're just going down a dark path. Like Morgan knew what was going to yeah. happen before it happened. Yeah. It makes me wonder, because there's a part to this movie that they they eliminated was the fact that Aaron was supposed to be pregnant yeah. because her and Kemper had been together for three years. Oh. So if that had been left in, I would have probably been more understandable of her reluctance to just cut bait and leave. Abandon her baby know. daddy. Exactly. Yeah. Abandon the, you know, the guy she... Because all okay, we get sure. in this is that he was going to propose to her. That's our only right, like emotional connection yep. to the two of them. But had they left that fact, you know, cause she says, you know, she doesn't smoke the weed. She didn't drink the water in Mexico. That would have been just something good. Just a little, little thing to throw left in yep. there to say she mm-hmm. was pregnant this whole time. And this is, you know, she's being a protective of Kemper and, you know, she's trying to protect everyone else too, but it just seems like, her decisions are the reason why that's 90 percent of this shit's happening that, that's also yeah. a little unrealistic in the 70s like he still smoked and drank when they were pregnant yeah I'm that's sorry. very true yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, I'm, yeah. not all of them but i'm sure a lot of them did but they're also yeah, trying to paint the her off majority as, did. <laughs> yeah. yeah but there's no repercussions as the innocent in this one she has the final girl has to be the innocent one you know, Agreed. so she has to be the one that didn't partake in any of this stuff. Yeah. Um, and, and and it's fine. It's just they could have done it a little bit better. This just made me realize that means he was going to propose like maybe during the middle of the bitch and guitar solo and Freebird. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's the best yeah. time. This is the most romantic thing ever, baby. You know <laughs> what? Simple man's plan. I want you to be my simple man. <laughs> be your simple man that's what one of these days oh, that's tell what you how is. i propose to my wife so it's hilarious but i won't tonight <laughs> oh man so where are we in this movie uh we're getting there <laughs> so aaron gets so when since they left aaron and pepper are alone and yeah. so aaron hot wires the van to leave but when they start to drive away all the tires just fall off and they crash. Yep. And yeah. of course, <laughs> That's right. the sheriff called uh, to send Leatherface to them. So, of course, he shows up at that time to attack. And this thing is able to he's able to chainsaw through this van like it's nothing. Yep. Um, I love it. My wife. It's so much fun watching these movies with my wife because she points out <laughs> the things that just they make me laugh like. She's laughing this entire scene because she's like, it's really able to do that so easily. But then you get to a later scene where he can barely cut through something that seems easier <laughs> to cut with a chainsaw. Like a wooden door. Yeah. yeah. yeah He's like, right? why is or this? That, or like that, a couch. Like, they move a couch yeah, in front yeah, of a door. It's like on the table. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so the the consistency of matter doesn't really work in this movie. Chainsaw <laughs> no. doesn't cut through some metals, but others. But yet, uh, it'll slice through a leg with no give. Oh, yeah. yeah, quick. And then easily. she can she can slice an arm off later. It never even got through the bone. You know, yeah. it's just like whoop, oh, his arm's gone now. Yeah, three three hacks with a with a butcher knife and bye. That's <laughs> all it exactly. takes. <laughs> she hit that one spot where the bone just wasn't connected to the other. 
Yep. It was an oh, old break he had. It yeah. never healed right. Yeah. Damn it, woman. My one weakness. And it just falls. <laughs> oh, no. Not a kitchen knife. <laughs> it's just like the scene. How Mon- did you know? From Monty Python and the Holy Grail. You know, the scene where the knight loses all of his oh, limbs. Yeah. Yeah. Where it's just like, bam. Worse. It's just one touch and like, the arm falls off. Yes. Yeah. Ah. His butt a scratch. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah, they get attacked by, by Leatherface. Pepper gets killed. I love. I do like the shot where the the headlights are shining on him, and she's wearing like a, a jacket filled with feathers. So he when he kills her, the feathers explode, and then he turns and he's he's wearing her fa- uh, wearing Kemper's face. I was. Yeah, I yes. really wanted a better reaction from her because I don't know. Like her reaction just seemed like she was just terrified, and not just the fact that like she sees her boyfriend's face. Like she took his. like two seconds to think that, about it. Like that uh, was so disappointing. Yeah. Like, Maybe she was thinking that her that's boyfriend clearly was your boyfriend's face. But, but also, he wears when we first meet Leatherface, he wears his you know, the 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 Leatherface mask. And then he switches to this one. And this is the only scene he wears it in. He goes back to his OG mask for the rest of the movie. Uh, Maybe he didn't think it was properly good. in that one. Yeah, he couldn't breathe. He's like, I forgot to slit the hole in the mouth. He was like, ah, he wasn't feeling it. Like, yeah. I don't like this thing. Yeah. You don't have to worry about pretty. shaving twice. He's like, I'm way too pretty now. Right. I can't do this. Yeah. yeah. He forgot to, oh, to put the lotion on the yeah. skin. He did. Try it out. Another character based on Ed Gein. Uh-huh. Um, mm-hmm. So Aaron, of course, is all alone now. She is the final girl. And she oh, no. runs through the woods and she finds a trailer who has two people, Henrietta a sickly woman and the tea lady, which is literally what her name is in the credits. And, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, they're pretending to be helpful. There's a baby there also. And Aaron finds out that the baby is not theirs. It is, uh, taken from a family that guessing disappeared and were killed by Leatherface and the family, uh, victim of the Sawyer or the the Hewitts. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, you get the whole thing where she asked to use a phone, they say they don't have one, but then she finds out they do because Henrietta's calling. I'm guessing the grandmother, who is the woman from the general store from earlier. Yeah. And she gets drugged from the tea. And she wakes don't up. Don't drink the tea. Yeah, don't drink the tea. She was like forcing in her mouth, though. She's like, drink the fucking yeah. tea. Come on, put it in your mouth. And she wakes up and she is. It, we're, it, I was expecting the dinner scene. From the original, I thought they were going to remake the the dinner scene That's what I from the original, but we didn't. Mm-hmm. We just got her in the living room, and you got <laughs> Sheriff Hoyt, no pants on, just sitting there pouring <laughs> beer in her unconscious mouth. It's been a long day of work. Yeah. You don't wear pants after a long day of work. I'm not wearing pants now. And you, Same. yeah, you, and you kind of find out who everybody is in this family. So the woman at the general yeah, store, as we up. stated, is the mother of. Sheriff Hoyt and Leatherface, who is named Thomas. Uh, and then you have Uncle Monty. And then that and then you got Jedediah, who I'm I don't know he's a grandson. Because no he he comes like, Grandma, can I come in now? It's my favorite thing because it reminds me of Talladega Nights. <laughs> Shut up, grandpa. <laughs> You'll sleep out there with the dogs until you learn to play along. It's gonna kick you in the back of the head, Chip. <laughs> to be honest, it reminds me of that scene from Holes. 
was it the little oh, girls the little girl who like yells at her grandpa that's too goddamn bad oh yeah <laughs> i'm tired of digging grandpa <laughs> <laughs> so she is dragged to the she's thrown in the basement she finds andy there he's hanging from the meat hook and of course they gotta make it very eerie because he's got his toes playing on the piano and she's trying to get him off the hook she can't and so she's he's like well, you got to end it and so she gets a, a knife and she stabs him in the stomach <laughs> the yeah. slowest way to kill someone yeah. the slowest Slow. way to Let's kill make this painful, the worst painful death ever and personal we're going to try to lift you off the meat hook and then let the meat hook dig further into your back. Mm-hmm. And then I'm just going to stab you in the stomach. Yeah. That I have a twice. terrible friend. Because he tries to get himself off the meat hook. Yeah. And then it happens. Yeah. And then she does it. She's like, he's like, stop, dude. Just fucking stop. I'm concerned as to why she didn't just climb on the back of the piano. And try to lift him up that way. And lift him up that way. And then just like I she mean, goes around back, piano. I'm gonna lift it. What's his name? Andy. Because this yeah. movie is stupid. So she, <laughs> that's why she didn't do that. So she gets around the back. Is like I'm gonna help you lift him up and like get you off the weight. But when she does, she gets him off. She like grabs him around the waist, right, and starts lifting and gets the hook out of his back, and then fucking it's suplexes true. him off I'll the back of the piano. Fucking donezo. And the movie just ends. <laughs> <laughs> She gets up oh, in his face. Yes. Ah. Leather Leatherface walks in. He's just like, he comes in with the fucking chair. Boom, Leatherface and shit. He's like, no, he just comes in. He's just object. like, he's just like mad respect. Like palms are up and just lets her leave. And that's the end. <laughs> that just reminds me of one of the later Texas Chainsaw Maskers. Go get him, cuz. I'm like, what is this movie? <laughs> Oh, man. So she finds Morgan, and he looks like he just got off a of meat hook because he's got a hole in his back. So I'm guessing that's what it was from. Yeah. And he's in rough shape. So she drags him out of there. Leatherface is watching on. Kind of reminds me of the uh, remake of Psycho. Like, I'm wondering what he's doing to himself as he's watching on. I'm like, hopefully not that. Do um, you think, because when Aaron got thrown downstairs to begin with, she was being unruly, and the mom hollered for... Thomas. Thomas. Yeah. Leatherface. Do you think he was in the middle of processing him and he had to stop? Because he's just sitting in the tub. And yeah, that's where he took he took that's where he took care of uh other dude, chiseled motherfucker yeah. from the, right. the beginning. That's a nice way to yeah. say I'm chopping up a dude to make meat out of him. I'm just saying. I mean so, <laughs> so I think I'm this, trying to be polite. <laughs> so Leatherface in this movie is a little inconsistent. So he Oh, in the original, more. Well, <laughs> here I go. <laughs> well, in the original, he is, you know, he is very shy and he's like, he's yes. afraid of everybody in the family. Like, you know, the, in the original, the, was it his, his, I think it's his brother, right? Yeah, who is like the one brothers, who's right? always like threatening brother to beat him uncle. up and he like cowers right, all yep. the time. And even when he is Leatherface doing the Leatherface things, like chasing people around with chainsaws, he doesn't he doesn't seem as brooding like he's scary, but he's not as I feel like his confidence is like at an all time high in this one where like he is walking around like his yeah. chest is out. He's got that chainsaw and he is confident. He's like, I will fuck anybody up, even my family. But then there's the scene where you meet the entire family after Aaron wakes up. And he's cowering behind the. Behind the wall as she's talking about him. 
because she's talking about how the fact that like he's been bullied all his life and you know nobody treats my Thomas very dead you know like everybody you know and it's he's probably, over there like Ooh. it's probably one of those things where it's like hey you don't fuck with anybody in your family but you do anything possible yeah to protect the family or you do what the family says kind of thing it's all man i mean it's all indoctrination anyway it's just how you're right. raised you know right. and it's also I mean, the family's probably the ones that are the biggest bullies to him yeah exactly directly. Yeah. even though they yeah. speak of family and protect one another they're yeah. probably the biggest abusers mentally to him mm -hmm. well, but I, guess I agree i think it's totally inconsistent with how he's depicted throughout most of the movie then all of a sudden we got to get this childlike version of him you know, yeah, exactly. To me, it doesn't work that great. Yeah, and I think but the problem is wasn't that... he wasn't childlike at the beginning of the movie, and he right reverts, or it just all all of a sudden that side of his personality comes out. It doesn't make a lot of sense. No, it doesn't. And I wonder if and with included the what is it, Jedi or whatever that kid's name is, Jedi, whatever. Yeah, Jedi. Yeah, like just take him out because he's supposed to be like the abused little kid. And Great. just put that back into Leatherface because that's what but, he's yeah. supposed to right, be. Right, right. Make indoctrinated yeah. and yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Like just abuse. You need I like that. that you know, I like that a lot. You, you need that plot device of how she gets out of the house. How mm -hmm. you know who's the one that helps her get away sure. instead of just so happening finding a door. Even though it's a little, little janky the way they do it with Jedediah, and, you know, because it's like this. You know, this is like the second or third person he's helped escape. Because mm -hmm. they say, you know, he helped that last girl escape. That's why he's not allowed to come inside. He's not yeah. allowed to play anymore. And now he's just let technically two get away again. You know, it's like, well, it'd be a little more consistent in your, your character development. Right. Part, part of the Leatherface monster is that he has. So Dracula has a weakness. So does Frankenstein to a degree. Mm. So does so do a lot of monsters. And unlike uh, Jason, and maybe unlike Michael Myers, uh, Leatherface has he's a child overall. And if you can play on that, that is his weakness, and you can escape from him. If you can leverage that childlike uh, personality in him, and that's mm -hmm. that's his weakness. I mean, he's human. He's not supernatural at all whatsoever. He's you can kill him with a shotgun if you had one at that point. But right. to to distract him enough so that you can escape, you can play on his uh, infantile brain, or however you want to describe it. His is is I I don't have words for it, but it's that is his weakness. That makes that makes monsters real to me. Where you have a silver bullet or a cross or daylight or uh, if it is an unstoppable monster, I'm I get to check out because I just I don't it it's not real enough to me. But with Leatherface in in the early early goings on you could uh appease his youthfulness his uh his his uh, undeveloped brain and get away from him uh and now i've just lost all of what i was going to uh <laughs> i think what you're trying to say is that leatherface and have another beer and, hang on and robin yeah. williams from jack have a lot in common 
Wow, what a connection. There you go. That's, that's what you're going for, Whoa. right? Wow. Well, I, I, just, what I, I like I like a weakness in my monsters. I, I like I, I, there to yeah. be like like with with zombies, there is no weakness in a zombie. Uh, right. they, they just, Shoot it just in the come head. and come and come yeah. and, and fire everything in the. Oh, the no, I'm sorry. Get rid of it. That's how you Shoot not, it in the head. Weakness. Have you yeah. not seen Return of the ah. Living Dead? That doesn't this matter. Guy, he would not survive a zombie I, apocalypse. All we're learning right now doesn't know how to shoot him in the head. Bonk him on the head. All I'm, all yeah. I'm saying is, I really liked the, that you could, you could have, uh, you could have talked to uh, Leatherface and tried to get away from mm. him, and you might have succeeded if you didn't have backup with the family. Well, that's what they did in part two. That's um, I forget yeah. the girl's name, yep. the disc jockey. She she plays into that. Rich. She does it more on the sexual side. Um, but oh, right. Yeah, but it's still kind of the same concept of tapping into that psyche that mm -hmm. he has, and that is kind of his only weakness. It's just this movie isn't smart enough to do that. No, it doesn't play into that weakness. It doesn't play. He, we, the thing that we see in the original, and to your point, is the fact that like Leatherface is a child. He is a big child. He is, you know, he has some sort of. Uh, his brain is underdeveloped yeah and so yeah. he has those childlike tendencies but yeah he is still this massive hulking man who can murder people where this one doesn't play into Just it because like you Robin don't Williams. <laughs> yes in Jack yes <laughs> he murders people <laughs> I'm sorry nobody tries to get I, in with Jennifer Lopez I mean, and who wouldn't want to do that um, I, I mean <laughs> not forcibly but no if I had an opportunity, Angela, don't lie. <laughs> <laughs> She's like casually drinking here. Just gets Angela pulled. Is oh, no, I saw her raise her hand. He like, said, "Don't lie." I'm... Like not me. No. <laughs> but no, this this Leatherface just seems a lot smarter. Like you can tell, especially when that scene we're we're getting into the fact that when she runs into the meatpacking plant and and they're playing that cat and mouse game. And she's hiding in the lockers, and like he's not stupid. Like you know, he's. I don't think he's consistently smart or stupid, though. Yeah. In this movie, I just don't see. I think the one of my biggest complaints is the fact that you don't really see enough of him with his family, enough of an interaction with yeah. them. You get this. I don't even think the only like true interaction is like when Uncle Monty calls him from his room when he's you know yeah. confronting Andy. Like that's about it. You don't really right. see. In the beginning, you do see more of that family dynamic of of Thomas and and the rest of the family kind of working together to um, then set up for this movie. But uh, yeah, the, he just did, yeah, the, this Leatherface is very different than the Leatherface we see in the original. So, and this is the analog. I'm going to use a couple analogies for this for folks that have not seen the original, but maybe more in the modern horror content. And you guys may follow along with this. Of course, you get the you get the kid the dinner scene in the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre, which kind of illustrates where people say, stand, you know, Leatherface and the makeup mm -hmm. and all that stuff, acting like the female role as well. Patriarchy, yeah. Yes, but then this also makes me think of the dinner scene in the beginning of Resident Evil Seven. For those of you that have played those games, mm -hmm. uh, where if you have you played Resident Evil Seven. I did play the beginning part, and I got scared. Yeah, it's oh. when you when you get the, oh, dude, it's <laughs> fucking creepy as shit. It's, I, it's I got scared. It, it, yeah, it's during like where you're forced to eat the food, 
with yeah. the bakers and then like it's the mom and the dad talking and the shit ass kid arguing he fucking stabs that thing through his hand and shit it's that whole thing where you get dynamic of these characters of how they interact they're not just bad guys and you know doing stuff they actually have a dynamic of how they act and like you said sets the hierarchy but resident yes. evil 8 does the same thing have you ever played resident evil 8 anybody here have it no dude there's a great scene where all the villains are fucking together and it just sets this wonderful hierarchy and it's it's one of my favorite scenes in a resident evil game and that's what this is missing this movie is missing yeah so i agree sets up the totem pole man it's fucking to me awesome. like this movie uses too much leather face compared to the original yeah, like, once you get to so much focus on the family, yeah. like he's kind of a side character. He's just so the, memorable. The family is so important to the the story. Where it's, it's why it's, the twenty twenty two didn't just work. about Leatherface. It's it's about the whole the 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 terror is the, the whole shish kebab family. Right, right. It's not just a dude. It's the whole family. Yeah. So Jedediah helps him escape. They find a little cabin in the woods and they hide from Leatherface and he finds them and Morgan sacrifices himself to save her. This scene was also supposed to be a lot more gory. You were supposed to see like the whole part of him actually cutting up from his crotch through through uh, his entire body. Yeah. Fire one. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like, do, what, do, why is this okay okay i get it like I, i'm not in this situation but i hate this in movies this is again jurassic park lost world the snake thing <laughs> why is it when you're in facing imminent death and going to die and you're concerned about the fucking rats around you why is oh right yeah, i don't rats, know this animal that's a minor inconvenience but i have another human that's fairly intelligent that will fucking kill me like i said this this is what I, i'm a huge you know i get fears I have dumb, irrational fears, but I love spiders and insects and stuff like that. Love them to death. And it just, like, people are like, oh, God, the spider, this is so scary. I'm like, oh, that thing, that minor inconvenience, that 99% will do nothing to you, but you'll fucking crush it and end its life, but you're concerned about that. Like, that's what bothers me. Like, I'm scared of rats. mouse touches me. Like, what if a mouse touches you? You're just going to kill it. How is that a fair trade? But you're like, I'm not concerned about this man with this chainsaw because there's a fucking rodent on me. Oh, but Christ. Put yourself away from passing out from not breathing when the ma- the These are good-sized rats. I know, it's, I know it's supposed to add. And rats don't bother me either. I would I, hold my breath until I literally passed out and I would given myself away. There you go. But I'm the, again, I'm the guy that's like, I don't like heights. Like, I get up too far on a ladder and I'm like, I'm concerned. And like people are like, you fucking pussy. And like, I'm just sorry. That's, I get it. <laughs> anyway. I just hate stuff like this. It's not the height that's the problem. It's the fall at the end. It's like it's, it's not even the fall. It's the landing. Yeah. Just the sudden on. stop at just, the bottom. Just, I'll just the use sudden my, stop. Don't worry, guys. My neck will break my fall. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so Leatherface chases her, and they are going through like a barbed wire fence, and he trips and slices his leg open. A callback to that. the original. Uh, the only, uh, yeah, yeah, it's cool, yeah. but he don't limp at all. He he's moving around pretty good for the rest of the movie. Like he doesn't just almost cut his leg off. But he gets into the meat packing plant. Sever a major artery, you know. Yeah, they go into the meat packing plant. They have their cat and mouse game. She hides in a locker. Well, actually, we go into the meat locker first, which they most of the meat locker actually had actual cow carcasses because they couldn't afford Ooh. to make them all on purpose. Like oh, make really? them all uh, practical is what I meant to say. Oh, and it was all like real. Like there were a lot of them was actual 
like cow carcasses. Yeah. Cool. And uh, wow. she's, I guess cool. Jessica, v- Jessica Beale is a longtime vegan. Oh, so I guess bro. it was really rough for her. <laughs> yeah. I, I will believe it. just yeah. have to turn to the face that she, the, she faces the little cow face and be like, hello. So they don't have faces at that time. <laughs> well, there was the ones that were hanging the up that heads. There were a few that were just like heads. They have oh, crossed. Oh, I them. missed that. Okay. Um, but like... but see, okay. Speaking of people not walking with injuries, right? So we're talking about Leatherface not walk, yeah. like not showing like issues, having yeah. cut his leg. Well, fucking lady at the beginning, you know, she had a fairly good sized revolver stuffed in her human creation station. <laughs> Nobody said nothing about that. So like she didn't have like an odd gait about it. We gotta so we gotta rewatch she, the scene where she's walking down the street and she's like walking. Like, walk yeah, like she's got like, a weird walk and she's I, like, I she can't didn't. sneeze. I swear, I was like, well, <laughs> you can't sneeze. You're gonna drop the gun or shit your pants. Yeah. It's one of the two. Also, there's a scene where Aaron yourself from there. Just coming out. Yeah, there's just a, get all three. Of there's them. also a scene where Aaron falls from a pretty high, like distance, and yeah. she like falls in like hurts her leg and she's like grabbing at her leg and like ah and then immediately gets up and just runs I'm good. Yeah, she's, right. it's fine okay cool walk it off adrenaline's a hell of a drug it man. really is it's, it's <laughs> true. this is true i know so that for a fact she hides in the locker and this is where you get like the you know him checking all the lockers and he thinks he knows where she is but he opens it up and it's a pig and she Where's comes out with her with her her butcher knife and just ah, meat ah, cleaver ah, in the most like <laughs> she's not even full swing she's just this is her motion right now it's <laughs> it's embarrassingly girly is what she's doing i mean there is no girl in the world that wouldn't roundhouse whack this dude yeah but she's like ah. yeah i agree i even with the very mediocre hits to his arm you know I love Leatherface's reaction to his arm being chopped off, like him screaming and then him trying to pick up his arm as it's spinning around with the chainsaw. Yes, that's, the like, ah, that's pretty moving. cool. I, they, yeah. And then it, and, and to God, that's pretty cool. And then instead of him continuing, like he's done, he just, he just falls, falls over, over and he's literally holding his other arm and he's just whimpering. And you're like, and and you're like, this is it. Is this, this is like, yeah, this was my, like my job was to, my life's work was sewing faces. Now I can't, I only have one arm. I'm going to have to learn how to drum like the drummer of Def Leppard now. (laughs) You'll figure it out. You can still still sew with one hand. Yeah, you you can. So she then goes back to the road and we kind of get a recreation of the final scene of the original where a truck driver pulls up finds her and of course she is she's very much like the hitchhiker from the beginning where he's asking her questions and she's just kind of mumbling or she's just like you know yeah i gotta get away i just want to go home and then of course he drives into the town and she freaks out and almost crashes the truck but she he stops right in front of the general store where the sheriff uh the mom or the grandma uh henrietta and the baby are i don't know why they're here that's like I'm very. I was kind of confused why they all just decided family gathering. Let's go hang out at the general store, okay? Uh, <laughs> and so she runs out, and he goes in there to tell, like, "Oh yeah, I picked up this woman. She seemed in distress. I just, you know, can you check it out?" So the sheriff goes out there, and you kind of get the, like, is she? Where is she right now? Because it looks like she's in the truck, and so the sheriff's slowly going up to the truck to see, but she's not. She's actually hot wiring his police car. 
and she also stole the baby and she fucks Sheriff Hoyt up. She runs him over like three or four times. She he's, fucking he's great, done. dude. And it's, it's very satisfying. Yes. Sure. Yes. Yes. Like, he is he is good. that character you wanted to see die more than anyone else in this movie, even more than Leatherface. Even though Leatherface is the villain, like I never like thought like, man, I can't wait till Leatherface dies. When you watch this like, movie, like, Leatherface to me never was the number one villain. It was always Sheriff Hoyt. No, Sheriff Hoyt exactly. was the yeah. mastermind behind everything that happened, in my opinion. I feel like the grandma probably was, but Sheriff Hoyt was the mastermind. Brilliant casting on their point. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. And to be honest, he is the re- he is. I feel a a good reason to check out the the prequel because he he does honestly return, yeah. So. Um, right. and I gotta do it. <laughs> it's fine. You're not gonna get much out of it. It's just kind of how everybody gets uh, shit. So yeah, she drives down the road, and you get the one final hoorah from Leatherface as he swings his one arm around and you know hits the side of the car. And I think it was funny. He swung Uchi. his arm, yeah. swung his arm, hold, grabs his arm attached to the other chainsaw, and like swings <laughs> it. He's clearly holding his arm, holding right. the other chainsaw. He couldn't now, get the fingers I'm down for that movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I can't wait till I can't wait till they do a sequel to this like they did. Eventually they'll do one. It's going to be a long time from now. It's going to be a sequel to this directly to this movie like they did the first one where the second oh. one of that was kind of a comedy. But this is going to be a horror musical. And it's going to be... <laughs> They're doing it with Can't Joker. I, he has to do one. I might. I, <laughs> yeah, might be, exactly. I might be down with that. <laughs> yeah, it's a robot uh, arm because that the musical. Yeah, I'm even, no, it's going to be a love story. It's like even leather can find love. Yeah. that's going to be the tagline. Mm. Rock opera. He's going to date his sister because he's in Texas. No dialogue, just singing. The final, the it. final scene I, of this movie. He's never hated anything in his life. <laughs> <laughs> It's just a Texas Phantom of the Opera. That's all it is. <laughs> so the final shot of this movie is the end of the black and white police video that you see in the beginning yeah. uh, where the cop goes down and investigates and then he ends up getting attacked by Leatherface and then it shows like their funeral and all that and the fact that they never found they never found him. They never found Leatherface and uh, yeah, that's it. That is the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, 2003. Yes, Dan? I'm, yeah. I'm going to raise my hand because I literally just had a huge epiphany moment. Talking about Phantom of the Opera in Texas, is there a movie called Phantom of the Opry? Is that no. a thing? There is a movie called the Grand Ole like Opry the is not in Mall? Texas. Yeah, but we've already had all these. How come there's not like a country music-based Phantom of the Opera? How is in Tennessee. It doesn't matter. It doesn't have to be in Texas. It just hit me. It could be anywhere. Yeah, why isn't there a fan of the issue? Sure. Yeah. Why, why isn't that a thing? So I'm going to use that idea. Just rem- just give me credit. Like, I don't want any money. Just like, hey, that guy gave the idea. Like, that's all I want. <laughs> Bad ideas. I think it's a good idea. All right. I'm not going to watch it. It's, a, it's the sequel to Bubba Hotep. Is the sure. Why the not? Opry. Please. Please. I don't even like. I'm not sorry. I don't like. I don't listen to country music. It's not my music. But I just. It, I just seems like an idea. Well, I know we have bad CGI shark or fucking house shark or sand shark or you know. <laughs> yeah, like, can't we have this? House <laughs> shark didn't suck. Let me tell you, Ouija shark sucked. <laughs> Charcula sucked. Charcula, yes. No, thank no. you. 
That was bad. Arkansas. Arkansas. Arkansas Women's Prison Massacre, baby. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't seen that. Well, I we, we covered it. Directed by the guy You're who welcome. directed Chopping Mall. Yeah, he did. Yes. Whoa. I don't totally need to see it. I'm embarrassed. That I, well, I hate it. to bust bubbles and, here, but there was a Phantom of the Opry shit. TV series in 1983 through in 1985. Nashville. Damn it. Yep. Remake it. And. In Nashville, so it was Tennessee. Uh, but yeah, apparently there is a whole thing about Phantom of the Opry. Well, thank you for uh, finding that out. I appreciate uh, it. Star, um, what's her face? Dolly Parton? Dolly Parton, yeah. Maybe. Well, don't see any pictures of Dolly. This is still fairly early. But... She, at, at worst, she needs to make an appearance in Phantom of the Opry. Please make it happen. They've got an op. They've got an right. opry at Pigeon Forge. They can just do it over there. And she can right. with a special guest appearance from Elvira. That would be awesome. Absolutely. The yeah. yeah. There we go. I love you. All Cassandra the Peterson, boobies. With all my heart and soul. <laughs> all the boobies. All of them. Because everybody loves boobies. Hey, where are we going tonight? <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, You're now not wrong. Now it yeah. is time to share our. Th- Final thoughts on this movie. And I sure uh, know where two of them are of going. Course, of course, we're going to start with our guests. And uh, who, who wants to start over here? Nate. Me. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Rock, paper, scissors. Oh. It was funny. Like, every time we watch something, I'm like, oh, this is going to be like the hardest movie to cover. I don't know why I always do that to myself. Um, revisiting this for 20 years and being like, all right, we're going to go in not being angsty teenager oh my god this is 20 years old jesus yep yeah it is yep. partially why i picked uh, but like god. to me the movie is trying too hard to be dirty because it seems so mm-hmm. sanitized to me and a lot of it is it feels like a cw movie just set in the texas chainsaw massacre universe so it still does not click for me i'm glad to have revisited just to finally give it another whirl and like the best analogy i can come up with it for like it's like deathcore which is just really shitty music and tries too hard to do what old school death metal does with being grimy and dirty and authentic and this doesn't feel authentic to me so that's my problem with it it just doesn't feel it it feels like it's there to make money and that's it and the dirtiness that I get from the original one, especially after rewatching the original, that, that 4K release that came out and just seeing how gorgeous those shots are and just how gross that movie is. And I don't feel that grossness from here. I Like I said, too much Leatherface. If it wasn't for having Ermi in this role, this movie would not be anything to remember. And like I said, like Pete and I were saying, what, the first 20 minutes, I'm still into it. But like once it starts to get to the kills... I see a guy's leg getting chopped off. I was like, I don't want to see that in my Texas Chainsaw it, it was a fun massacre movie. Like, yeah, like it's just, I don't, there's nothing to it that uh, is for me, I guess, unfortunately. So, yeah, that that's my final thoughts on TCM 2003. But it's still not the worst one in the franchise. If anything, it's like a battle on who could be the worst one in the franchise. I revisited three today. It's fucking garbage too. <laughs> Why did you do that? You have I, you can watch so much other stuff. Dude. I was bored. I was like, all right, I watched this one. I'll watch the beginning. I'll watch part Don't, three. 
But Vigo Mortensen's very handsome in part three. <laughs> well, it's Vigo Mortensen. I mean, yeah. He's got like Leon young, Vigo. young, very young Vigo Mortensen. Yeah. If you like, I was always got whenever Vigo Mortensen comes up. If you want a real a good remake of an old car movie, as long as you can do without the drugs, uh, Vanishing Point from the seventies. Have you ever seen that? He why, why Vigo Mortensen do without the drugs. I know, right? You don't got the titty girl on the motorcycle either. But anyway, there's a remake with him, Vigo Mortensen, really? as with Vanishing Point. Yeah, it's actually a pretty good movie. It makes it's a lot Ooh. less druggy, and it's a pretty good show. All right. All right, Peter, Charlie, who's going next? I said what, what I gotta say. Well, huh? What? Okay, ahead, so we all know what you're thinking. First twenty minutes, I'm on board, and then it just goes down this cliff, and I'm, I'm bored. I'm bored. This movie bored me. The 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 kills were okay. It just it didn't. If this wasn't Texas Chainsaw, it may have piqued my interest. But being Texas Chainsaw and appreciate and, and having seen the, the, the original years and years ago and being genuinely frightened by it, this missed on all of the uh the, the hits that was that that was Texas Chainsaw. It was Texas Chainsaw wasn't gory. Texas Chainsaw had a thimble full of blood in it, but it was still the 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 picture that it drew in your mind made it horrifying. And this just showed you everything, and that's not what I always need. Uh, if you want to really fuck with my brain, you don't show anything. Uh, for example, the movie Seven didn't show a lot of stuff it kind of pushed it aside and you get a flash of it and that movie to this day disturbs me on a level that i just my, my brain just goes crazy with it and i don't i don't want to see seven i don't i don't want to see it it's it's funny that we're using what's in the people. box i know what's in the fucking box but i don't want to fucking see it and i don't see it and sadly if i would see it it would be way easier to digest. And since I don't see it, th there it is in my brain pan, just sitting and stewing and making all sorts of awful juice in my brain. Uh, this showed things that I didn't want to. Uh, yeah, it did what normal, what most remakes do. It shows you what you didn't right. see in those originals. Because it's got this the was a, inflated this budget was a, now. This, this was the, the start of the tidal wave of, of remakes that weren't good. And there are only like three remakes that are really, really, you got, you got uh, Body Snatchers, The Thing, The Fly, and what's the other? There's one more. Blob. The Blob. Yeah. Those four movies, those remakes are equal to or better than the originals. And I have yet to see something that has been remade that is equal to or better than the original well, I think in the 2000s so the non michael bay remakes have been oh, fuck michael solid. bay michael bay is a but that, uh, what, what i'm saying though is the non michael it, bay remakes work. god damn it pete <laughs> <laughs> what what are you talking about i'm talking god about the it, ones what? that he didn't produce like this one so like 
Maniac or Last House on the Maniac Left. Maniac was not Michael Bay. Maniac was pretty good. That remake was The Strangers. Was That's my good. point. You're the you're making my point here. Good. Wait, The Strangers was yeah. a remake. There was I thought the was strangers. it The Strangers? I think that was an original no. idea. Yeah, that was the original. Well, no, no, no. The I'm crazies, sorry. The crazies. crazies was a remake. Yes. Great. There was a. There's really a, a strange. I'm sorry. The, the, there was a remake of the Crazies, which wasn't bad. That was a Romero original, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And then Maniac, which has uh, was it Harry Potter Frodo. or or Frodo? Frodo? Frodo was in it, right? Pretty fucking good. Like, movie, there's man. solid remakes out there for sure. Like and like we said, even with this one, like if this was your first experience, but, like Parker's, but these like, big budget, yeah, you're gonna like movies it. and go fuck themselves. I I got no. I have very little time. Charlie, for... take away from him. <laughs> please, please, I'm done, I'm done. He's spiraling right now. This is he is. Get him away from Other... it. I Stop. He's already I dead. Get to experience what we experience every week. Um, I'm sorry. I'm still trying to wrap my head around something Nate said. Of, I don't want to see a leg chopped off in a Texas Chainsaw movie. I don't. It, to me, and other movies most... I do ridiculous statement i could ever hear because the reason i get pissed off about watching the original is there is no blood there is no gore that's what makes you're talking about a movie it's not terrifying it is the most boring movie i've watched in a long time horrifying it it is not what's horrifying of the original is how loud it is and how in your face right now no this while this movie has its flaws I love the fact I get gore in it. I love the fact that I finally get to see body parts flying around, you know, legs falling off, arms falling off, a hook in someone's back, and I get to see it try to lift up out of their back. Story-wise, it's not great. You know, actors, eh, as much as I like to look at Jessica Biel in this movie, she's not the right pick for this movie. No. Um, she's terrible everyone else is great morgan is my favorite character in the entire movie the he ancillary actors are solid yeah um arlie ermy steals it for the most part yes um so for a remake and for like introducing a new generation to texas chainsaw massacre this movie's solid do worse. like i you have do I have, z- I have zero issue with this one i don't want to compare it to the original as much as i don't like the original i still would never try to compare it to the original give toby hooper the money he needed for the original one there would have been more blood in it there would have been more production value to it what we got was based on what budget he had it just happened to work for some people but giving them giving him the opportunity to just go carte blanche you would have gotten legs flying. You would have gotten blood and gore and visceral everywhere. I don't know, because um, the man-made Poltergeist, that's one of the most scariest movies ever made. Well, he also made Nobody Texas Chainsaw Part 2. You know, he makes it's Part 2. hysterical. Which like, Part 2 is my favorite. It's but it totally throws different. blood. It goes gore. It, he made it's the fun house. He, <laughs> yeah. It's, it's <laughs> everything he wasn't able to do with the first movie, and that's my point is if he had just let him do with money, it wouldn't be like, oh, I didn't want to put a ton of blood in this movie. Fuck, though. No. He wanted to put blood in it. He just didn't have the money for it. So, no, I like this one. I like the 03 remake. Um, the rest of the whole series gets just fucking unintelligible yeah, to me. 
I had this is probably the it's probably why I like this one more than most because it's the only one that I can actually sit down, watch, enjoy all the way through. It's a one and done. They don't need sequels. They could just end it. Um, yeah, I like two thousand three, man. It's a it's a good movie. Angela, yeah, you go first this time. I went first earlier. For watching it the first time, yeah, I enjoyed it. Would I watch it again? Probably not. I got what I needed out of it from the first watch. Nice. Mm-hmm. Um, I wish Morgan would have been the final girl. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, That's because totally- the whole okay, the whole scene where they're fighting in in the house with you know the rats and stuff. Why didn't she pick up the chainsaw then? It was in the floor. Mm-hmm. She was too busy she screaming. Up, she could have picked up the chainsaw and she could have chopped She would have started. She would have done this number when she tried to start the fucking car. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She would have worked. There, there's so many times where things could have happened that he, Leatherface could have been dead. But anyways. It's fair. I liked it. Yes, they could have picked different people for different roles, and that probably would have changed it. But there you go. That that oh, well said. There you go. <laughs> I am, there, there's a point at the, in the night where my brain just kind of like done. Flip the switch flips, and I'm done. He understands that completely. Yep. <laughs> he totally gets that one. Just, and I've been see sick. right now. The wires are trying to figure out what to say, but they just can't. <laughs> oh, I've been sick this week. I have. I didn't nap today. Uh, we've been kind of on the go all weekend. It's just my brain is like, stop. And she's had to deal with the three of us tonight. So it's, no, 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 no. I'm so sorry about that. Yeah, that's I've fair, enjoyed actually. all of you. No, uh, she I can just blame me. I invited you. Guys. Oh, no. Ah, that's fair. Yeah. <laughs> and she's got to live with Dan. So that's true. Yeah, th- this is the main thing. <laughs> yeah. How about All you, right. Dan? All right. Give it to us. Fuck, you don't even have to ask. <laughs> anyway. Oh, give, uh, me, give me it. Bring it. Give me the full Dan. Dan. <laughs> yes. All right. Yes, I enjoy this movie. I still like this movie after having not seen it in a while. Like, I've seen it a lot a few times when I was younger when it first came out. But I, I'm going to pretty much build off what everybody said. God, Jessica Biel, the, the secondary characters being better, are good, Arlie Ermey, all that fun stuff. But the thing I like about this movie is, is you know, we talked, compared a lot to the first movie. But this, as I'm kind of glad, even though this is a remake, and they kind of hit on the main points, but they kind of did their own thing. We don't have a Gramps character, uh, really, we don't have one. It's like, Gramps is the best killer, let's kill him with a hammer. Like, which, admittedly, it's, it's, it's a creepy part of the first movie, but it's also kind of ridiculous. I, I love the first movie. I'm not shitting on it anyway. I'm just how I feel about it. Um, there's no brother character, I guess. I mean, Arlie Ermey would be the next closest thing, but it's like this different cast of characters in a similar situation where, again, we don't get the true family dynamic for it. We get, like, breadcrumbs of it, but it's not built upon properly. And it it is Texas Chainsaw Massacre, but it's kind of doing its own thing a little bit. Like I said, it still hits on the key points, but... You know, they talk about the cannibalism thing, but it's not really in the movie. Like, even watching it again, it's not like, oh, we cut that guy's leg up, time to fucking eat. Like, it's just, 
you right. just fill in the blanks or it's or you imply no it's serious like nobody's like what's we're gonna eat this guy or that's yeah, good they, let's yeah, take a this it doesn't get brought never up never an impl there's yeah they never state that in they're cannibals the, you the never prequel, see what they are yeah it's I'm sure non-stop that, in your face that they're cannibals in the prequel. Oh, I'm sure it is. Yeah. So, I've never seen that. I'm just going to keep this as an isolate. Yeah, the prequel was kind of like, hey, all the things that we didn't show you in that first one, it's all going to be in this one. Yes. And I, I liked... It almost seems like a... It's a movie at times just seems fucking hateful. And I think that kind of works for the time it came out growing up in the early 2000s. I think this fits that motif of like... I think it slots perfectly from a 70s movie into an early 2000s movie, you know, essentially 30 years later. And it it just I think it I think it works. I know I can understand why a lot of people don't like it. I get that 100%, especially nostalgia reasons. And I've got that same thing for franchises I love. But I I think for what it's trying to do, it works. And I'm not saying it's as good or better than the original, but for what they were trying to do, I think they nailed it. I think we had a decent group of actors that did a pretty good job, and you got some gore, and you got some good tense scenes, and you got some good cinematography, because there's some great shots of that fucking house. I don't know. And especially with night and stuff, with the fog machines and stuff. That fog it, rolling over top of the roof. Gorgeous. Yeah. So good. Yep, and there's there's some things I didn't like. I, I thought the running around the butcher house or whatever was a little long. was a little yeah. long. I didn't think it needed to be in the movie at all. Like, we didn't even need that. Like, they could have thought of some other way to make the shit happen that needed to happen. Yeah. Um, but even, like, the Jedi with the kid. I don't, I don't remember his name. I don't fucking care. There you go. Thank you. Like, she escaped the original movie without help from anybody. Mm. She, she, Aaron could have escaped in this one with the help of it, without anybody's help. And I agree. I think Morgan was probably one of the better characters in the movie for being right. But I didn't like, I didn't hate these guys. I didn't hate these characters. It's, it's not like a lot of Friday the 13th or slasher movies where you're like just fucking filled with these characters you just fucking hate and can't wait till they die. Uh, the villains felt like villains. Well, mainly Arlie Ermy. Because the other ones just felt like they don't really. Yeah, assholes. the other ones are just there. They don't They're just there. Right. Yeah. Uh, but I like it. I, it has flaws. I enjoy this movie and I would watch this movie multiple times into the future i i do like it. it it like i said it does have its flaws but i do like it i'll just say i didn't think you said tense scenes tense oh okay i heard something else okay just tit scenes tit scenes tit scenes there were no tit scenes in this yeah. so you get no boobage so sorry guys really really very surprising just where really my brain went. wet shirt moment yes. where you're yep. like, do I see something shirt. or the, don't I see the, something? The, the original didn't have any nudity in it. Either. The funniest Which, thing yeah. is, no, is there in the movie, you know, you have Jessica Biel with the white shirt, but she wears, she's wearing a, bar, a bra, so you don't see anything, even when she's soaking wet. There are photo edits, uh, like photo stills from this movie where it looks like she's not wearing one. Where it was like, hey guys, this is what Jessica Biel looks like in the movie. And then you see the movie and it's like, no, oh, she doesn't. Stop Fucking it. Liars. Stop it. You Photoshop nipples. Liar. Stop playing with my emotions. <laughs> Jessica Biel doesn't have nipples. Come <laughs> oh, on. Gross. This is an lied to me. What is it? Rule 34? You got to rule 34 everything. Yeah. Yeah. yeah rule 34 everything. Yeah. Absolutely. All right, my final I'm thoughts on this movie. Just to be able to have any nipples. <laughs> yeah, true. true <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry. I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> Watching this again as an adult, I have not seen this movie in probably over a decade. So, oh. uh, getting this is the first time I've seen it as 
Eh, no, I mean, early 20s, I guess you consider me an adult. But you're a man I now. I saw the flaws. I've seen all of the, the rest of the series since then. So I have more of an appreciation for those early Texas Chainsaw movies. Uh, I do enjoy the original because of the grittiness and because of like knowing what Toby Hooper went through to make it. I think uh, since starting the show, I've I've been able to see certain movies not just as the movie itself, but everything that happened, you know, behind the scenes. And I think that's why I can appreciate movies that a lot of people don't like uh, more than I think I probably would have enjoyed them at a younger age. I like that they tried something different. I, you know, they did the name change. I think leather, you know, be, having Leatherface be different than his original counterpart, having different type of final characters or having a different group of characters that, to be honest, I like the core group of characters in this compared to the original. But I hate to keep comparing it to the original because I don't feel this is a remake of the original. I feel like it's its own, like, it's its own movie. It's its own. It's just a different interpretation of a Texas Chainsaw Massacre story, and uh, I think this is the to me, to be honest to to date. I think this is the scariest Leatherface. Even after the most recent rewatch, I think he like he's just he's brooding. He's terrifying. Every scene you see him in, he's he's just he's scary. And as I, I feel, the other Leatherfaces are scary, but then you have the very comical versions of the character where this one is scary from beginning to end, in my opinion. Um, I wish we got the family dynamic a little bit more, but you know what? They were trying something a little bit different, and I I can appreciate them for that. I, I don't care uh, about, you know, you always have to have those characters you just don't give a shit about. Like, why are they here? Like, this is just cannon fodder. Uh, I like the fact that we got the, the, the girl instead of the brother. Like, that, that was really cool. The fact that it's a victim and not just somebody luring them to the house to then be slaughtered. Um, just a lot of, there's a lot of good, you know, good things that I've, that I saw from this reason viewing. I like the fact that we get to see more violence in this compared to the original. Um, we get to see like people getting chopped up because that's what it's a dude who kills people with a chainsaw. I want to see him use it. I want to <laughs> see the gore. Like I understand that's what movies of that time was all about. It was all about the blood and gore and, and it's not what everything I wanted from it, but I could appreciate the fact that like we're seeing this dude getting his leg chopped off. We're seeing this dude hanging from a meat hook and he is in he just looks nasty. And yes, this movie doesn't look as dark and gritty and dirty as you know, as again, I keep fucking going back to the original, but I feel like you have to at some point like keep going back and forth with them. But I still enjoy the hell out of this movie. I'll still watch it any chance I you know, if if it's on TV or if if I'm bored and I want to throw it in, it's this is a Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie I can watch on multiple occasions. Like I feel like there's other ones that it's just like I've seen it once, I'm good. Uh, yeah, I would love to see them do something similar to this one in the future because 2022 just wasn't it for me. Do you know who couldn't direct that movie? Michael Bay. No, Rob Zombie, because it's already about a bunch of Southern hick, Hicks. That yeah, it did the he, it, was I, the it was the Devil's Rejects. That's what the Devil's yeah, Rejects is. But yeah, but that 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 whole like his whole like angle, like we'll make him a bunch of like low class, you know, or uh, low income white Americans that beat each other. They're all he in a high rise building in Dallas. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's where do. it starts. Yeah. Rich it's people enable it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's how it starts. All right, before we get to the very end of the show, we do have some comments. Uh, every week we do post uh, what movie we're covering, and then people, you get to you get to comment on you know, your thoughts on the movie. 
uh, over on X slash Twitter, whatever you want to call it. We our first one is from Ebony or at eBunny zero six one who just sent me a link to a Ed Gein the musical on YouTube. Whoa! I've heard of that. So go to the go to the <laughs> go to our post and click on that. I have still haven't watched it yet. <laughs> go I'm kind of scared. And our next one is from at Eyeball Soup who said, "What are you doing in my house?" I ask every <laughs> time I keep turning to see the Blu-ray sitting on my shelf. All in all, I thought it was a pretty fun, though, with a pretty killer soundtrack. I will add my favorite parts are the black and white hand cam, and which uh, th- that was Nate's favorite part of the movie. Yeah. Yep. And I could go for an actual found footage Texas Chainsaw film. That would be dope. That would, would be, be cool. That would be dope. I think, I think that's a cool way to go about it. Like, do like do Blair Witch with Texas Chainsaw. I think that might might be pretty cool. Yeah, but nobody gets killed like, with a chainsaw. What? <laughs> Seriously, no. well, you don't see you don't see any actual cuttings of people. You, it's it's all off camera. It's bullshit. It's bullshit. <laughs> no, I think it'd be cool. And- <laughs> uh, so we did get a couple over on Instagram. Our first one is from Let's Talk Horror Channel. Good friend BP who said, I'll always have strong opinions on this, but it is a film that will live in the shadow of the OG, but deserves to be recognized for what it is. A full-on horror with amazing scenes in Arlie Ermey gives a great performance, and the film is one of the most aesthetically gorgeous films out there with some amazing shots. I could go on, but I won't, but I have always loved this movie. Oh, yeah, and the other one was just from you guys, so I I don't need to read it. (laughs) <laughs> what do we say <laughs> well you said you hadn't seen this in 20 years so <laughs> yeah <laughs> there we go all right well that Accurate. is about it guys so before we go though share uh share with us where we can find you what your show is all about and yeah share share with the world charlie what, yeah hey charlie oh yeah. this is all me now okay yeah. You're damn well, right. Hey, we, are, we are Give Me Back My Action and Horror Movies. We are a weekly podcast that alternates each week talking about action and horror movies, mostly from the VHS era, but we do throw in some newer stuff. You know, heck, the 2020s are, or the 2000s are 20 years ago. So those are old and VHSs came out then too. Uh, so yeah, we, uh, we have a lot of fun over there doing that. Uh, if you want to find us, we are on Spotify, Apple, all the podcatchers that are out there and social medias, which is where we found our friends here at dissect that film. We are on Facebook at give me back my action. Uh, the Facebook group, uh, give me back my horror movies, the Facebook group. Both of us are on Instagram. We're on X. We're on threads. We're on TikTok. all the places and all the fun shit. So that's where you can find us. And that's what we do. Thank you all for being here. It was a blast. Thank you. This is, oh, this uh, is fun. This is a good time. Yeah. Yep. I'm glad this finally yes. got to happen. Thank you guys for coming. Let's do this yeah. again. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. You guys, yeah, you guys are you guys are awesome. I as I said before, I love your show. I listen to your show every week. And uh you guys you guys have such you guys have such a great rapport and you guys bounce off each other so well, even with the you know, I love the the like like we got to see here. You guys kind of going after each other. It's always a good time. And we have a lot of fun, and it was great to. It's easy to, to pick on Nate. There's so much to pick on. <laughs> I don't know why I'm the one getting picked uh, on. I'm innocent. Because Charlie's bigger than both of us. This yeah, is true. that's true. He's scurry. Yeah. 
And I know where you both live, so you know that. Works ah, shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, before we go into our socials and all that fun stuff, next we're going to talk a little bit about next week. Next week, which is not you're getting an episode early. We usually release on Fridays, but you're going to be getting an episode on Halloween Day. Whoa! We are going to be going through the entire Halloween franchise, talking about each one. And ranking them to have our definitive dissect like that film Halloween movies. franchise ranking. We you did it with Friday the Sons of Bitches. <laughs> we did it with Friday the Thirteenth, and so now since Halloween is celebrating forty-five years, with all, we got a lot of those movies are celebrating yeah, big like, anniversaries this year. We're, we said, "Fuck it, we're going to watch all thirteen Halloween movies, and we're going to rank them all, and then we're going to have a definitive yeah, none of this ranking." You have to revisit ends. Yes, I am rewatching every single one of them because I want oh. to know what they're like now as an adult. Because some of them I have not seen since I was a kid, so I get to I got to revisit yeah, I seen them H2O to see. Since I was a kid, well, like four and five, it's been a long time. I did the last time I watched those was like on the when AMC would oh, always show them for like fear. Yeah, Fest that was the like only that. ones they would Forest. show. Yeah. Wars legit. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, yeah it's 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 been an adventure. And some of them have been doozies, and I can't wait to go through them and rank them and, and get to talk about them because uh, that Friday the 13th episode was a lot of fun. And uh, it's something different. It's something different from our, our normal show. So, yeah, so you're going to be getting an early episode on Halloween Day. It's very exciting. And uh, and we're all, so that means that Friday you're going to be getting a live show uh, like we do at the end of every month. So yes. at least you will be getting something on Friday instead of a new episode. But you can find... Dissect That Film on all the social medias, of course. You can find us at Dissect That Film on all the podcast apps on YouTube. Wherever you type in Dissect That Film, you're probably going to find us on something. I'm working on an X video account. Yes, yes. Pornhub, you know, all those things. We're going to make it happen. (laughs) Or you could just just go to any one of our social media. (laughs) Or you could just go to our link tree in any one of our socials uh, bios, and we have all the links you need. And all of the links for Dan and Angela and myself, our personal links are down in the description. All the links for let's uh, give me back my horror movies slash action movies will be down in the description as well. So you can find everything down below. And yeah, that's going to be it for us, everybody. (laughs) It's been a long one, but it's been a fun one. So until next time, I am. Oh, wait, wait, I forgot to think we have a Patreon, guys. Oh, shit. We have a Patreon. I always fucking do this shit. We have a Patreon. And guess what? There's a change now. We have two oh, tiers. We have a $1 tier where you get episodes early. We have now, I am dropping the price on our $5 tier down to $3 for the rest of the year. So if you want to join on the Patreon, it is now $3 and you get extra shows. We have a monster a monster show where we spin a wheel every month. We talk about monster movies. It's really fun. It's called The Monster Zone. Dan and Angela hosts that one. And then we also have You're a Tubi welcome. show that we sometimes do, but we're going to do it now that we drop that price down because we want people to join the Patreon. So patreon.com slash dissect that film. And thank you to all the people who are patrons right now. You're amazing, and thank you for the support. And now I can end the show. Hang on. What? You want to know what's on Monster Zone this month? No. No. They'll Fuck. figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> but until we you out, I can never end the show, you know, smoothly. All right. So let's go. Until next time, I am Brett Parker. That is Dan and Angela of DNA Gaming, and that is Nate. Pete and Charlie of Give Me Back My Horror Slash Action Movies. See y'all again next time. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. I love you. Bye.